Five minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nahum Siegel. Welcome to a Tuesday. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program, and today is Giving Tuesday. Is it really Giving Tuesday? Wasn't Giving Tuesday earlier this month in the United States of America? The answer is yes and yes. (laughs) It was Giving Tuesday a long time ago, a few weeks back, right after Thanksgiving weekend. But uh, when you miss Giving Tuesday, when you miss the Giving Tuesday that the rest of America is observing, you create your own Giving Tuesday. That's how it works. And if you wonder, can Nahum Siegel and Miriam L. Wallach just create a Giving Tuesday out of nowhere? Can it just appear? Can they just say the magic words and all of a sudden it's a Giving Tuesday? The answer is yes. And here we are at Gotta Get a Bagel live on Broadway in Woodmere. Uh, for a five-hour extended JM in the AM on this Tuesday morning that we're calling Giving Tuesday, encouraging everybody to support us with a year-end donation at fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org. Good morning, Miriam L. Wallach. Good morning, Nahum. It looks like you're well-rested. It looks like you've yeah, got... Yeah, I tucked myself in last night, let me tell you. You've gotten a, uh, an inordinate uh, amount of sleep mm-hmm. in preparation for sure. this morning's five-hour a marathon adventure. Yep. And uh, you're all raring to go. You're I'm set. I'm so... T- I, yeah, I'm good to go. Look at you. You have never been so energized. I know. I'm like a little energizer bunny. I'm ready to go. We got five hours ahead. We got guests every 15 minutes. We have... We got ZK over here. My gosh. Wow. Bichvodo uva atzmo. ZK at the control yes, panel. Yes, with his energy drink. Woo. Yeah. Can I t- <laughs> you know, we should give ZK a mic, or ZK should give Z- ZK a mic to discuss what happens when that energy drink wears off. At the dinner that we honor ZK after his 50 years of service, yes. the award will be a large silver mm-hmm. energy drink bottle. That's what I, it's be. I think that's a good thing. First, he's yeah. going to just make sure all the light bulbs in the studio work, and then we can honor him. That would be great. I know. It's like They're we never working. left. I'm not sure what she means. Uh, They're all working. Let me tell you, at one point, I thought I was going to miss Yoni Pollock because he wasn't able to join us this morning, and then I remember, my God, it's back to the core three. Yeah, this is it. The that's team, it. The team that in the old days used to hit the road together and put together some great radio. This is the PP is team. Back. Pre-Pollock. That's right. That's right. So here we are. Uh, big thank you to Joel here at Gotta Get yes. a Bagel. It smells so good in here. It's not normal. This is the uh, the area, or the I should say the um, uh, the proprietorship, where our mobile studio, for some reason, works best. Yep. And more than that, it makes sure that I don't have to leave home, really, to be yeah, honest. Yeah. You, you had a boy, in addition to all the sleep you had yes. and, and how well-rested you are, uh, you no. had a very short commute. That was probably, yes, that is the highlight of my day. And then the only true thing I've said in the last few minutes. Is right? that correct? <laughs> right. There's no sleep. I 
have zero energy, but I am five minutes from my house. Amazing. Yeah, that's all good. And by the way, I'm really thinking at this point that Joel needs to make like one of those, I mean, in my house, we call them smelly candles, but like one of those fragrant candles that you light them and all of a sudden your house smells like cinnamon. Mm. You know, those Glade candles. I wouldn't know about that. But here it's like, they should smell like muffins. Yeah. Joel's scent is muffins this place smells so good and it's amazing that it's 607 in the morning and how many people have already walked into this store yeah well this is one of the places that's perfect for us because yep. they o- they start working in the four <laughs> o'clock hour yeah, which they is, don't care what time we yeah call. exactly which is great because we don't have to make arrangements nope. to have someone meet us here an hour before they usually open up when we have when we're on the road and we're going to a school or whatever and the question is you're going to be there when right with three exclamation points and in italics and in horror a horror emoji right afterwards. Yeah, Joel's like, yeah, whatever. He doesn't care. But the place barely closes at night, so it's. Uh, and here is Joel. How do you like that? There he is. Joel. Yeah, Walk- Joel's like, all right. I heard you. You Walk- said my name. Walking in, enjoying the splendor of the incredible. Uh, Got to get a bagel here on Broadway. Joel, it smells so Woodmere. good in here. We've decided, otherwise known as, I've decided that you need to make a Joel Got to get a bagel candle. That every time you light it, it smells like cinnamon. Genius idea. Boom, genius. So Thank you. Y- so you're basically going to be... Uh, I didn't know I was making candles. Well, you'll be following this idea through, I'm that sure. That is correct. Now I'll be making candles. Well, uh, you know what today is? Today is Giving Tuesday. For us, it is Giving Tuesday. And uh, we had, a, uh, we had a, um, a very busy month of December. Thank God. A lot of people know we had a very busy month of December, including a trip to Dubai that uh, people are still talking about. You should know in Shul this past Shabbos, it was the first time that I was in that specific minion since the trip to Dubai. Okay. I had not been at that minion. And and there, right, two weeks later, there, uh, all the talk was about Dubai. From people, by the way, who I never even suspected knew what I do for a living. <laughs> like, it, it was the weirdest thing. You know, people are coming over to me and uh, actually someone had a very funny line. Someone who, again, I, I, I don't think, you know, for, uh, through our natural means mm-hmm. was following the trip. but probably heard about it because, you know, so many people were talking about it. Uh, came over to me and said... Uh, you know, shouldn't you be dressed a little differently? Shouldn't you be, uh, you know, so, you know, what, what's with the tallest? You know, shouldn't you be wearing a, and he says something, you know, that they wear. What did they think you converted? That they wear the Persian Gulf. So I said, please, minigamukum, minigamukum. You know, <laughs> here, here they wear a tallest. I'm going to be wearing a tallest. Well, remember today. there, they call it the, the Arabian Gulf. Oh, right, the Arabian Gulf. They call Gulf, it the Arabian yeah. Gulf, I don't think not I can get the Persian Gulf. I don't no, think no, I can no, get 7,000 miles away. Correct, but, but you're yes. in Woodmere, but they remember these things, so we want to go back. We do want to go back, and, right. that, and that's a consideration, is uh, referring to the uh, different terms uh, correctly. Minhagamakum, indeed. Right, a very good point. Yes, thank you. So, um, we, right, yeah. so we were saying that, d- d- that December's been crazy. So December's been crazy, so we actually missed Giving Tuesday. Correct. The, the one that we did commemorate last year by coming here mm-hmm. and, and asking people to help us pitch for you know keeping us going. Almost to the date, by the way. Yeah, I think it was the 3rd of December, if I'm not mistaken, at that point. And now, here we are on the, uh, whatever today is, 22nd of December, Correct. I believe. And we, are, um, and we are doing a Giving Tuesday where we're encouraging everyone today, and our guests are encouraging everybody today, to be as generous as possible. Right. We are very open, very open, about the fact that we have multiple revenue streams at this network. We are mm-hmm. very, very open about that. And when we have sponsored trips, including uh, uh, trips to Dubai, and when we have um, and when we have uh, consideration and and, uh, and um, sponsored announcements, like we do from you know certain uh, uh, companies right. and outfits that advertise with us on the air, uh, those are just two examples. However, 
Call us Channel 13-like. Call mm -hmm. us whatever example you want. We cannot survive on just a limited number of revenue streams. All of our revenue streams have to be active. And what's happening here? It's very simple. Uh, a revenue stream that um, is dedicated to listener support is vital to us. And those of you out there who have the capability of helping us out and making sure that our listener support is where it needs to be, we very much appreciate it and we very much thank you. It's been a very, very difficult COVID year. Right. It has been one where our major trips have been canceled. And those were trips that you know usually bring in a tremendous amount of support. Our major trips were canceled. Right. Um, uh, and countries are still closed that we usually go visit. Companies that we uh, depend on right. have had challenging financial oh. experiences. So it's very simple. We need all the help we can get in every, from every one of these avenues. And today is the day where we're asking everybody. We have a great guest list today, we a wonderful a guest, list guest list, and a lot of great people to meet. And all we're asking is that everybody out there who appreciates our content and wants to see us continue as strong as ever, give what you can. So there's a website, fjbunity.org. Again, that's fjbunity.org for the Foundation of Jewish Broadcasting. Please just uh, give and uh, be part of... Um, the family of supporters right. of JM and the AM. I mean, first of all, we should make mention that I don't think in 2020 there's anyone who hasn't had to be as creative as possible in terms of generating as many rate as many revenue streams as as they can. I mean, that's that's part of the pivoting. That is part of the adjustment in this. I will use the term, even though I can't stand it anymore. Unprecedented times in which we find ourselves. <laughs> <Right>. Every business <laughs> is trying to do what they can creatively. I mean, that's why you have you know, these these on-air programs like Amudim just hosted for 36 hours, where they were doing something completely out of the box, brought to you by Charity Bids and everybody right. at, in Yummy Schachter's Great team. Great job. Great working with you last night at the big event. So there is like, th there's just, there are so many different things that people are just trying to do to pull rabbits out of a hat. And this is our attempt to pull another rabbit out of a hat. And yes, we missed Giving Tuesday, frankly, we, so we were, created our own. That's right. But also, to be honest, it's it's COVID. Right. You and can you know, recreate whatever you want at any time. And you know what everyone always says. It's sort of like Mother's Day. Every day is Mother's Day. Every Tuesday is Giving Tuesday. No. Come on. See, I like <laughs> to say that every day is Father's Day. Mother's Day is still one day of the year. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty harsh. No. It's, <laughs> it's, it's how much my kids love my husband. Wow. As a father, I may disagree with you on that, but okay. Okay. No well, what happens in the Wallach home and happens in the Siegel home is not the same thing. But either way, we have... Um, we have done our best to bring a five-hour packed program this morning filled with people who know the value of the Foundation for Jewish Broadcasting and understand the impact of JM and the AM. And by supporting FJB and going to fjbunity.org. And by the way, as we would say as kids, all donations are gratefully accepted. I don't care if it's five bucks or 5,000 bucks. We appreciate every dollar because every dollar that you spend helps us go. And we know that every dollar that you spend, you take seriously. And they're all tax deductible, of Correct. course. And I do want to mention that today is the yard site of Mr. Barry Lieben, well-known as one of the major supporters of JM and the AM. Dov, His neshama should have an aliyah. Dov ben Eliyahu, and it's a coincidence. There are some people who think we made Giving Tuesday because it was Barry's first yard site, and it's appropriate because of the, right. the fact that he was such a large supporter of ours. But it, it is a coincidence, but I guess in this world there's no such thing no, it's a postcard, as Nahum. Yeah. It's a postcard. So Dov ben Eliyahu, uh, we miss you, and it's hard to believe that it's already a year. We I were in Israel. It was the last time we were in Israel when we got the news on that Saturday night 
that he had passed it's away crazy. over Shabbat. What? Um, Wait a minute. We haven't been in Israel since December? Well, it was January 4th, but yeah, it was uh, right. <sighs> Asar Bateves was, there were two Asar, there are two Asar Bateveses in 2020, one in January, one in December. Uh, and we were, um, we, were, we were there just before Asar Bateves on the 7th of Teves, uh, obviously, since today's the 7th of Teves. The 7th of Teves, um, uh, when, un- unfortunately, when he passed away. And yes, it's hard to believe that it is crazy. That it is one year since we've been to Israel. Speaking of Israel, stay with me here. Yeah. Stay with me here because we have a special guest who's kicking off our Giving Tuesday with us from Israel. Mm-hmm. From Israel. Simon Jacob. He's the only one who's up. Simon Jacob <laughs> is chairman of the Jewish Unity Initiative, a very important part of what we do. And Simon Jacob, we say a shalom, shalom, boker tov. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, we're, we're right here. Are you and here? We're right you're here. On? We're right here. Okay. We're on the air, right. and it's great to speak to you. I know you're in Israel, okay. a place we haven't been to in uh, over a year. Uh, but we are, uh, we are glad you're with us this morning. As you know, it's Giving Tuesday, Simon. You get to kick it all off by telling everybody yep. why it's so vital to give single or monthly donations at fjbunity.org. Okay. So I am very happy to be a man on the street in Jerusalem. And actually, because I'm actually on the street, you might hear some noise in the background. So please excuse that. Um, this is a very important, uh, a very important call for me, because honestly, uh, the Nachum Siegel Network, Jam and the Am, is honestly, in my mind, the Jewish lifeline to to the world, to the Jewish world. Um, you can take, you connect all the pieces. You care about everybody. And, uh, and this is the place to come to connect and to know what's going on in the world, whether it's Malcolm Homeline giving you an update or whether it's a, a sure being done or whether it's any one of all the wonderful programs that are run on this network. It's, it's an amazing, amazing, uh, opportunity and experience to listen in and to be a part. And it's something that really, really needs to be supported by call Claudia uh, Israel. And and I don't, I feel it. I know you're in New York, but I feel it even more so here in Jerusalem. You know, Simon, you talk about community, and you're so right that thank God we've got we've we've had this opportunity for all these years to make people feel like they are part of a community just by tuning in and just by being part of this uh, every single morning and every single day. But during COVID, during this pandemic, no matter where anybody is, it could be Israel, it could be the U.S., it could be New York, it could be Europe or Asia, it could be anywhere, people felt isolated and continue to feel isolated. And we, thank God, have been an address for people to go to to feel like a community. So no matter what's happened in the past, and you're so right about what we've done with this show and with this network, this year it has become even more vital. I couldn't agree with you more. Because, honestly, this year, their neighbors aren't visiting neighbors. I mean, I, I hear from people uh, who reach out to me because they've heard me on, on the Malcolm Siegel Network. And it's, it's really, these are people I'd normally interact with at least once a week and sometimes every day. So uh, it, you, you, you are so spot on with regard to especially this year. And... And what people don't understand, some people think that, you know, I can't really get big dollars this year. It's, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm having a lot of problems. 
it's not about the big dollars. It's about all the dollars. It's about people giving what they can give. And, you know, even if they give it, instead of giving it in one lump sum, give it over a period of time, you know, once a month, it's, it's a huge, huge thing for the network to know that they've got something to, to they've got some support and they've got somebody that's got their back in this. And it's really, really important to and, express a car up And I hope those listeners who haven't had our yeah. back in the past will be inspired to have our back now. Everybody go to fjbunity.org. As Simon just said, monthly donations are welcome, to say the least. It's not just one-time donations we're looking for, yeah. but if you want to give 18 a month or 36 a month or 54 a month, you can do that on the website, and it can be a tremendous Wait a second. help Nahum, for us. Nahum, 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 yeah. Nahum, Nahum, yeah. Nahum. Yes. You left out 26, you left out 52. <laughs> you know, you've you got to get the right numbers, okay? 18 is important, 36 is important, 26 is very important, too. Yes. 26 is shame or shame. And 26 and is very any, important any, to Simon. Anything you do. 26 is very important to Simon, to say the least. When he gives a donation, it's usually in a multiple of 26. Simon, thank you for everything. Thanks for being involved, and thanks for encouraging everybody to give. I, I, I really, really strongly encourage people to give. Please, um, anything you can do, any amount of money you can give, on any basis is, is useful and helpful. So, I really owe you and Miriam super hakara to talk for for all of the programming and all the positive things you do for me and my life and my family. So, tada. Tadaraba. Best regards to everybody. Shalom uvracha. Thank you very, very much. Simon Jacob from uh, Jerusalem. What do you think, huh? Oh, there we go. Simon's always great. Um, Simon gets it. And that's obviously incredibly gratifying to come from somebody like him, and it's much appreciated. Um, and he's right. It's about every dollar. And he's right. Those monthly payments are huge. I mean, I don't care if it's five dollars every month. We 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 thank you. We certainly thank you. It's uh, I, I can't I can't express it enough. And and every single person on this lineup today seriously gets it. And again, that's um, that's incredibly gratifying. And by the way, there are people joining us today who we haven't spoken to in person in so long, and that's exciting, who we haven't seen in so long. There are people. Oh, good point. I just realized that we're going to see people today that literally we would see once a week, once Correct. every other week, and we haven't seen in God knows how long. We haven't seen in person yeah. in God knows how long. And that's one of the things that I that I think is so important about JM and AM that people have, and that other people have pointed out in the last number of months where people have said, wow, um, your numbers must have gone through the roof during COVID. Wow. You guys were so prophetic to go all digital four years ago. You're the only ones who didn't have to transition during COVID. That kind of feedback is from people who get it. Now, our yeah. numbers going up is not because we are, I don't know, uh, messing with the numbers it's because when there's a lack of community or there's an absence of opportunities for a community people turn to the one community they know is always there and that's jam and the am and so when people couldn't leave their houses and people couldn't see their neighbors and people wouldn't step outside of their homes and still plenty of people will not step outside their homes in different communities you can always turn on the app at six o'clock in the morning and hear that voice that you've heard for 37 years. That's huge. That's absolutely huge. So this community hasn't gone anywhere. COVID or not COVID, this community hasn't gone anywhere. And that's an important point. 
Yeah, it's an important point. And, you know, it's funny. People in isolation would sometimes wonder, and, of course, they didn't wonder aloud, but in their subconscious, if you will, anybody out there? Is there anybody yeah. that, that, you know, is anyone going through what I'm going through? Is anybody, you know, in a depressing situation oh. because of what's been happening over these months? Yeah. And you turn on the app. You turn on your computer. You go to the listen line. Mm-hmm. Use any method of tuning in, sure. and all of a sudden you discover that there's a an entire world that's still going on. There's an entire world that's still moving through the day and moving through the week. And all the things that I used to have during quote-unquote normal times, I could still enjoy now. Mm-hmm. All that because we have made a tremendous commitment to keep going. I remember the first meetings we had at the beginning of COVID, the week of Purim. And we wondered, what would this do to the network? What would we have to do oh, to adjust? Yeah. What would we have to do in order to, you know, to, to figure out, uh, will we need to close down for a while? Are yeah. we going to, you know, the, oh. And we've never missed a day, thank God. We have never missed a day, You've thank never God. missed a day. Well, we've never. I don't know about the we. <laughs> I'm not taking credit for that one. You, can, you get all the credit there. Well, I appreciate that. But we've never missed a day. And uh, those of you out there who have also never missed a day with us. Right. It would be a good time for you to show us some support. It's Giving Tuesday at JMM and the Nahum Siegel Network. Go to fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org. Be as generous as possible. Uh, big, big guest list today. A big, big guest list. And by the way, not only a big guest list, yeah. but because I'm so excited about this, I can't stop talking about it. Yeah. Also, um, I mean, we can use the, the word debut, <laughs> but the first in-person debut of Aria Kunstler performing our theme song from Dubai. Nice. That's huge. It's huge, all right. We yep, play, salam. We, we played it so often, but we never ha- heard it being played right in front of us live. That's right. That'll be done today. More coming up. You're listening to a Giving Tuesday edition of JM in the AM from Gotta Get a Bagel in Woodmere.
תשמע, פתח את הלב, לאט לאט האמת
Song is called Alt Fached by Avi Peretz. You know what we say. Alt Fached. Fear not to give on Giving Tuesday. <laughs> do we say that? We do say We're that. We're starting to say we, that in 2020, aren't we? It's my shtick for the 6.30. Is that going to stick? For the 6.30 half hour. Alt Fached. That's the theme of Giving mm. Tuesday. Alt Fached. Don't be afraid. Uh, give. Give and uh, make sure to tell everybody else to give. Uh, support the Foundation for Jewish Broadcasting and all of our efforts here at JMNAM and the Nachum Siegel Network by going to fjbunity.org. There's an address you can send checks to. We'll give that to you a little later on. And um, Avi Peretz, by the way, was in an excellent duet last night with Maishi Tischler. Yes. That was a, the uh, the Rebo medley, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. That was a beautiful compilation. Yami Schachter definitely did his due diligence in making sure that we were going to be wowed. And uh, truth of the matter is we got to get some of that audio. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. That's a good song to play. Yesterday on the show, we played the uh, the uh, Maccabees and Shlomo Simcha together. Right. That was a nice piece. But, mm-hmm. yeah, there are a couple of uh, important pieces from that uh, Amudin production that we should really uh, make sure to include in our playlist. Good point. Maybe we should yeah. just, you know, be paying Hollywood Squares. I mean, Hollywood Squares. Or Holy Yid Holy Squares. Holy Squares, right. Uh, what did you think of Holy Yid Squares? I, listen, first of all, the set looked ridiculously cool. Yeah. Uh, Nachum Siegel did a great job. At one point, I was joking that maybe Nachum Siegel missed his calling and should have been a game show host. Wow. But I don't know. You got some street cred with this whole Jamie and the AM thing for 38 years. So, um, But I think a good side gig is for you to be a game show host. Wow. And if only there were some game shows around that needed someone like me. Hello, Jeopardy is looking for a host. Oh, I didn't. Uh, yeah, but you don't want to be the guy to replace him. You want to be the true. guy who, who replaces, replaces the, the guy. guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like the course. backup quarterback type thing. Right. Uh, or replacing you a legend. You never want to be the you never want to be the part 2 to any movie. You want to be the part 1 or part 3. Right. Of course. Right, exactly. Right. Uh, we can t- talk about any movie Tenny that blockbuster. way. Tiny Blockbuster. Tiny Blockbuster. Yeah, Mulan 2 bad. So, so uh, <laughs> Toy Story 3, much better than Toy Story 2. Is that true? I have no idea. Yeah, I don't remember. I was asleep. Anyways, what was your favorite moment of the Holy Eid Squares uh, segment? What was the... Uh, I, the uh, my favorite moment I really cannot share on the air. Wow. But uh, suffice it to say, um, somebody's shock at getting a question wrong <laughs> was an unbelievable moment. Like, what? I got that wrong? Yeah, you did. You got that wrong. So um, so that was just like, that was funny stuff. Wow, interesting. Yeah, but, but again, <coughs> that's really inside baseball. Someone sent me a two-minute uh, audio review of Holy Yid Squares. I want to send it to you to listen to. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it was an interesting, I thought it was an interesting review about the whole thing. Uh, anyway, it's Giving Tuesday, everybody, with a, a big guest list, and we're here in our mobile studio at uh, Gotta Get a Bagel here in Woodmere. It's important, by the way, for, I mean, we're, we're obviously reviewing the Amudim show from last night because it literally ended a couple of hours ago, <laughs> right. and we had what is the equivalent of a good Shabbos nap between getting home from that. Good? I don't know if I'd use the word good, okay. but okay. A decent Shabbos nap. At 3.40, I was so convincing myself, you better get out of bed now or you're never going to get out of bed. Yeah, and at 3.05, I'm like, you know, lying here any longer is just pointless. I'm just going to get up. Um, And I was texting with a cousin in Israel, and I'm like, listen, I got to go. And she's like, you got to go where? It's 3 o'clock in the morning. I'm like, yeah, forget it. Anyway, so not only is the show obviously fresh in our mind from last night, which is why we're making reference to it, but also it's because Amudim is one of the organizations that benefits from the strength of JM the AM and its robust nature and its reach. And so when it's organizations like Amudim or NCSY or Yachad 
or the OU or JNF or a variety of different sponsors and, and clients and, and partners that we've been working with over the last number of years, when they all benefit from the strength and the reach of JM and the AM and and when that strength and reach is only strengthened and the reach is furthered by the support of our listeners, if those organizations mean anything to you, you got to help them, help us help them. Yeah, if we help your organization and help us to keep going, and I'm so glad you brought up this point because there are some organizations, obviously, that are sponsors of our programming. It's quite obvious. Right. Uh, but if anybody thinks that it's only those who are sponsors Ugh. who get to be part of our network, they are so wrong. And yesterday, yesterday, I don't have to go past yesterday mm-hmm. for a perfect example of that because in addition to all the things we did with Amudim and other organizations on the air yesterday, we also interviewed someone from Israel right. doing a crowdfunding right. campaign for a unique base Yaakov Yeshiva for Girls in Yerushalayim that emphasizes the creative arts, music, art, drama, etc., and gives those girls an opportunity to, you know, excel and shine in that area, an area that, unfortunately, you know, for the majority of our history has not really been lauded in our community, and now that school has taken on the role of helping those girls who cannot make it in the world of academia but can make it in the world of art, music, and drama. And uh, they had a crowdfunding campaign. We felt it was worthwhile Bring it to the attention of our listeners. We always uh, pledge to bring to the attention of our listeners worthy causes, and sure enough, sure. they were on the air, and I hope they achieved their goal. I think their, their campaign goes until tomorrow, if I'm not mistaken. And then, of course, we had, you know, Tali and the... Right? Uh, and, oh, boy. And, yeah, that was last week. <laughs> We're doing a lot of benevolent stuff, aren't we? <laughs> I mean, it's Giving Tuesday, folks, <laughs> yeah. so we give every day. Yeah, we're always giving, it exactly. seems like We're constantly giving, and we're constantly doing our part to support the community. And what people don't even get is that... I just wanted you to finish the Tali thought so people realize what the oh, cause so was. You, uh, no, I'm, I just wanted to say that we had her on the air. Because she's running a Zoom school right. for Jewish children around the world. Called she Zahu. had and she had and they had a great crowdfunding mm-hmm. campaign, which I actually contributed to. So, so that actually that actually cost us money uh, the, <laughs> <laughs> having her on. But uh, one of the reasons we were so happy to have her on is because. Just as an example, they have two students from Africa from two countries we never heard of. Right. It's not like it's South Africa or Egypt. Two countries we never heard of before. She is provi- she is providing Jewish education for children who would never have access to Jewish education if not for this online platform. Right. And again, when people are are you know are wondering at us and our again, prophetic nature and going all digital four years ago. She was already all digital before the outbreak of COVID. She was already providing Jewish education to kids who will never otherwise get it. It is so important to maintain that connection to the next generation of Jewish children who would otherwise be disconnected. Correct. It is, you know, this is our conversation that we have all the time about the power that you can you can use the internet for good and you can use the internet for evil and that is totally true about so many different elements in this world and when we use it for good, imagine the good we can do together. And look at the good that we're using our digital platform for. We're doing a lot of good every single day. Yeah. Bringing a lot of uh, good spirit to everybody, pr- uh, Jewish pride. I'm waking up, by the way. Pride in the state of Israel. You seem to be picking up your game. I know. 40 minutes ago, well, I was like, shoot. What, what, I don't will, know what, you, what will you be like an hour from now? We won't be able to control you. You'll be so enthusiastic about know. giving time. I think it's ZK's energy. Wow. Thank you, That's ZK. what they say about ZK. I hope we're not dissing Yoni with that lie, but okay. Yoni's different. It is different. Yeah. Yoni's he he totally inspires different. you differently. Correct. He <laughs> also, I also know that the social media is going to be taking 
taken care of. And in the back of my mind, I'm like, oh, my gosh, I'm not posting. Um, and at some point, Yoni's going to chime in and go, um, you're not posting. Oh yeah, boy. I know I'm not posting. But the truth of the matter is, by the way, and let's talk about these pictures. All of these posts and everything we put on social media is not just for my entertainment and not just to keep Yoni Pollock busy. Contrary to popular belief. Correct. It's because we are sharing the good that is coming out of our work with everyone who's interested in it. How many people have commented on these pictures from Dubai? Yeah, how many people wanted to see those pictures yes. from Dubai and demanded that we show them to them? It's crazy. And we put them on social media and they reacted to them. It's 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 amazing because we want to do everything we can to share our experiences with our listeners. We're not doing this to entertain ourselves. We're doing this to entertain you. We're doing this to bring this world a little bit closer, to, be, to bring Jewish communities closer. All of this is so important that that we're, we're here. We're spending five hours in Woodmere. Again, not complaining about the location. We're spending five hours on the air straight doing this. ZK is like, uh, yeah, we are. This is not around the park from around the corner from Marine Park. Five hours asking you with guests who will be asking you to give what you can. And I want to thank I want to thank uh, our good friend Josh Joseph, who now leads the OU. I want to thank uh, Vivian Lehrer. Um, both of them checked in overnight to get our FJB Unity um, address going to get our uh, fundraising campaign off to a good start. Cool. I, th I thank them for their donations, and I want to thank you, everybody out there, for your donations. The only way to do that, though, is if you donate at fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org. A lot of people have already given in 2020. Those of you who have not, please join our annual campaign. Those of you who have, you might want to consider a year-end donation. These are now the days, right? We're in the 20s of December. Mm -hmm. These are now the days that people consider year-end donations uh, to give to great causes. We are a 501c3. We yep. are the Foundation for Jewish Broadcasting. We are a wonderful resource for everything Jewish. And a fantastic way to start your day. And if you're in some other part of the world, a fantastic way to either continue or end your day. You commented to me last night that our listeners in Australia were literally yeah. getting up as we were heading to our respective homes to, to finally get to sleep. And uh, and a lot of people out there, a lot right. of people out there are in. Yeah, what's up, Gadalia Levin, who's oh, usually who's showing correct. up from Melbourne. Are in different places of the world and are always, always tuned in. So some for some people, it's starting the day. For other people, it's ending the day. Whatever the case may be, in your case, support us by giving at fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org. Um, someone I met because of uh, unusual circumstances years ago uh, and has been an outspoken advocate for JM and the AM, somebody who appreciates what we do every single day, is Rabbi Rachmiel Rothberger. Rabbi Rothberger is the Jewish Community Liaison and Jewish Chaplain at Calvary Hospital in the Bronx. We met five years ago. This is not a secret. We discussed it on the air when my mother was uh, at the end of her days, unfortunately. Rabbi Rothberger uh, took, uh, he and his staff, took as good care of her as they do with all the patients who come to Calvary. Um, dealt with her as best as possible in a very difficult circumstance for our family, and Rabbi Rachmiel Rothberger visits us on Giving Tuesday. Thank you for being here this morning. Thank you for having me. Nice to see you, and uh, I hope things are going well up at Calvary Hospital. It's a hospital that was not known in the past for servicing the Jewish community. Under your leadership, it has really blossomed into an institution that we, the Jewish community, could depend upon. How are things up there? Baruch Hashem, we have now, at least over the last uh, three, four years alone, we've had about uh, 30 Shomer Shabbos families at, on average per year. 
So Baruch Hashem, the, the services are, um, are expanding, plus also we are servicing patients at home, in their homes throughout the, the boroughs and uh, in uh, Rockland and Muncie area, as well as Westchester and out here in uh, the Five Towns in Nassau County. Now when did that begin? When did Calvary, or has Calvary always had some type of uh, a department that dealt with people who are at end of life at home? Calvary's uh, at home started in, uh, being, I believe, in the early 90s. Oh, wow. So, so they've been, we've been going around. We also go to nursing homes, assisted livings, wherever anybody needs Calvary services. And we're able to do it, Baruch Hashem, with the guidance of the Rav of any family. And the, the care would be totally alpi halacha. Well, Rabbi Rachmiel Rothberger is with us. When a young rabbi is thinking about their eventual career... Uh, there are probably sometimes general thoughts that come across his mind, uh, being the rabbi of a shul, being a rebbe in a school. Um, uh, there are other functions that rabbis, of course, leaders of organizations, etc. Uh, this is somewhat of an unusual uh, avenue for a young rabbi to take, to become a chaplain in a place that's dealing with serious end-of-life issues on a daily basis. Nonetheless, is it a gratifying experience? Baruch Hashem. It's, it's, it's a gift from Hashem to be able to do this because you could help people through an extremely difficult time and it's really chesed shalemes that we're able to do always. Unbelievable. And what's amazing is that, and, and this is where I think you get this perspective, what's amazing is that we look at it as if you're only helping the patient and you're dealing with unfortunately a very sad and depressing situation, but you look at it that you're really helping the family as well, helping them get through it, helping them get Shilas answered, right? They're very serious questions that have to be asked. You have experience. You, you know where to go to ask the questions, and in many cases, because you've been there before, you know the answers to a lot of these situations. Well, Hashem, but and that's the whole philosophy. The philosophy is, is that we don't admit a patient, we admit a family. And once a family, always a family. Every, everybody who is a family is our family forever. Yeah, and that's, by the way, the way I have felt over the last five years. That's the way we feel. <laughs> because five and a half years ago, my, my mother passed away. You know the circumstances, of course, and yet we have stayed connected uh, because of that uh, very intense time that we had together over those couple of weeks. It was not a long time. Sometimes you have situations that, that do, in fact, go for quite a while, right? I mean, Sometimes there, must there, are, there are people that it could go minutes, right. it can go... Months? Hours, months, right. it could even go a year or two. I've yeah. had patients that I visited at home for over a year. Right. You know, we had a unique experience by Rothberger uh, recently. You know we were in Dubai, and you know that the article I wrote that summed up the trip dealt with the situation or dealt with the reality that there are people from other religions that really do respect ours. It brought to mind um, Rabbi Sachs' famous quote uh, that non-Jews respect Jews who respect Judaism. You have a similar situation. Many people from the outside would think, you know, this is a, a Catholic institution, Calvary, right? right? It's a Catholic institution. It's visibly Catholic when one visits. And one would think there'd be either a resentment or a, uh, or, or a, um, a distance between the staff there and the Jewish community. But you have found that it was just the opposite. There's a tremendous amount of respect for people of all backgrounds up there at Calvary. It's a very welcoming environment. And Baruch Hashem, we're able to, you know, to help everybody. I remember one, two years ago, just about two years ago, they called me in on a Sunday morning that Nebuch, one of our patients was Nifteras, a Jewish patient. So we went to take care of her and to have the proper hotzah. And at the same time, there was a Muslim family. They do similar things to what we do in terms of Kavod Right. So we were able to facilitate that for them as well. 
at the same time. So Baruch Hashem, it's unfortunate that under one roof, with when it comes to that, that's start meshing together, halavayvayter with other, you know, b'chaim. But um, Baruch Hashem, and the the sensitivity to the needs of everybody is respected. That must be an eye-opening experience for you when you realize the type of Kavod mace other religions give the people of their community. Absolutely. That must be interesting, yeah. And the beauty of it is, is that there was one time where a funeral director had said to me, you know, um, they, we, they, they, when I spoke to a family, the non-Jewish family, the social worker said to me, we, they don't have money. How can you help them? Usually we go to Hebrew Free or right. we work with Chesed Shalem, whoever right. we work with. So I said, call this funeral director and tell them the rabbi told you to call. So here's the Greek, whatever is the Greek <laughs> Orthodox family, whatever it was, calling the non-Jewish family, the, the funeral director, saying that the rabbi told him to call and he took care of them. <laughs> and now you're their rabbi, by the way. <laughs> He's rabbi. Uh, rabbi Rothberger, uh, before I turn to you for a uh, pitch for JM in the AM, sure. remind everybody how to get a hold of Calvary. Uh, how do people access on the web, your services, uh, what could you tell us? So uh, you could always reach uh, Calvary as at 718-518-2000 or my cell number is 646-235-1964 and you could, wish, uh, you could also reach us on the web at calvaryhospital.org. And is there a special tab or section on the web that discusses the Jewish aspect of Calvary? There is one through uh, one of the pastoral care uh, uh, tabs. You could click there and there's also the program that we had started with Yeshiva University in 2012. Right. That uh, halachic end of life, and of course, we'll have any rav that's going to uh, give of their time or for their family to uh, guide them. We will take whatever psak is, and we follow your lead. Fantastic! If you can give us a minute on why you've sure. been such a fan of what this show does for so many years. What this show does, I, I remember listening to this show growing up. <laughs> I, I miss it on the regular on ninety-one point one, but uh, what this show has done is that. If, if, Nachum, if you said that Calvary could bring people together, but this show brings the Jewish world together. In one, in one click, you have the whole Jewish world. So the chesed that you do and the beauty of this show, not just the show, but the network, how you bridge everybody together is really a, say, a statement of achtus and a statement that we want to get every Jew to feel connected no matter where they're holding that there's something that you could hand on to, that Pintali Yid, that Yiddish Neshama, it's always there. And it's to your credit and to the entire staff's credit that we have such a beautiful gift called NSN and JM and the AM. Uh, you have no idea how much I appreciate that. What Rabbi Rothberger just said is worth a million dollars, folks, but we're not asking you for a million dollars. We're asking you to give whatever you can, any amount, in a one-time or monthly donation at fjbunity.org. Uh, and, uh, and give to the Foundation for Jewish Broadcasting on this Giving Tuesday. Rabbi Rothberger, I say continued Hatzlacha to you, and best regards, everybody up at Calvary, and thank I you mean, so much for your so words much this morning. Thank you so much, and thank you for inviting us, and should only go from Chayel to Chayel, and much Hatzlacha. Amen. Thank you so much. Again, everybody, okay. what Rabbi Rothberger just said is worth a million dollars, but we're not asking you for a million. ZK, I may ask for a million later on, if he can give that kind of contribution. But no, we're not asking you for a million dollars. We're asking you for any size donation from 18 to 180 to uh, 1800 uh, whatever it is that you can give please do so at fjbunity.org fjbunity.org Miriam L. Wallach join me at our mobile studio here at Gotta Get a Bagel under the leadership of Mr. Joel Baruch <laughs> um, 
Why? I smell like Lysol wipes. Oh, for anybody who is wondering how we handle guests, etc. Social distancing, right? And mask except for the host. Exactly. Everything is wiped down. Nobody uses my headset because, as I've explained to people, I don't want you spitting on my mic. Right. Frankly, Um, not during COVID. Not so much. (laughs) Not really. When you think about it, I don't want them ever. (laughs) Uh, Right. Why do we don't do it otherwise? I don't know. But what? Well, you know. But I asked you to. I asked you to join me right now because we have an amazing. Because I smell like lemon. No, because we have an amazing contribution to announce. Yes. Um, We have been privileged. See, this is one of those times where you're happy I'm on my phone. Yes. Yes. That is correct. Validation. (laughs) In fact, the reality is, the reality is if you were on the phone for this entire five hours, I'd probably be fine with that. Uh, and ignoring it, you? It's times. It's times <laughs> that there's meetings taking place in oh. the studio, and I wonder, can well, I get this woman's attention or not? Well, just throw something at me, maybe. Yeah. The, um, the uh, folks at Charity Bids, we've had the pleasure of working with them on multiple occasions. In fact, it's funny. Yummy reminded us the other day how just two years ago this week we were up in Toronto for oh the, God. the amazing event. That was such a successful show, and I was so proud of that show, frankly. Um and everyone did a great job. And I found supportive Hatsala wives in Toronto. I remember that. Yeah. I know. I was like, why are you guys so supportive of your husbands? <laughs> I'm not. And they're like, what do you mean? We're, it's so great. I'm like, what are you talking Anyway. Oh, Gesundheit. Yeah. So it was only two years ago that we were with Yummy and Charity Bids and in then, Toronto. And then last night and yesterday, actually Sunday through Monday for right. 36 hours, we worked with Charity Bids on this amazing Amudim event. Anyway, with all that in mind, as you know, because you've been on your phone the entire time. Hey! uh, hey. With all that in mind, I want to thank everyone at Charity Bids, because Charity Bids, a great organization in recognition of what we do, has just given $2,500 to the Foundation for Jewish Broadcasting. So thank you, Charity Bids. We appreciate your support, and we hope other organizations and those that we work with will follow suit and give as well. And that's a wonderful way to start the morning. I also can. That is 100% true. Uh, It is a wonderful way to start the morning. But also, I have to say two things. Number one, we were in such good hands with charity bids. Yes. Really good hands. I mean, we were told from the beginning, Yummy said to us, I I can't tell you how many times, you are in good hands. We are a professional outlet. And, and he's 100% right. And how many times did we turn to him and say, thank you for your professionalism and over the last two that, months? And on top of that, how many times did we did we hear from others, just leave it to charity because it'll be taken care of. Don't right. worry. Exactly. They know what they're doing, et cetera. They so, do know what they're oh, doing. Oh, by the way, good opportunity, and I'm glad you brought this up, good opportunity for me to remind everybody that if you have an organization that's looking for creative ways to present either a Zoom or live event during COVID, if you have an organization, a charity a fundraising campaign, and you want to do something unique, something different, this is what Charity Bids has has established out there, that they are the address, they are the place to go when you want to do something different, unique, and something that people will talk about for quite a while. That's why uh, the Amudim event was, um, was one that has been spoken about for so long, both before, during, and after the event. So go to Charity Bids. And uh, they will give you a, uh, believe me, they'll give you a, a whole list of different things you can undertake in order to make what your, um, th- what your event will be, and that is a success. It's America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program, heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web at NahumSiegel.com and the NahumSiegel Network, and of course on the beloved NSN app. Well, in addition to Joel Baruch uh, 
uh, greeting us and welcoming us to the Five Towns. We always have a, a public official, a government official, uh, to welcome us to the Five Towns. And in this case, it's Laura Curran. Laura Curran is a Nassau County executive, and she is going to tell us, I bet, welcome to Nassau County on what for us is a Giving Tuesday. Laura Curran, a pleasure to welcome you to JM in the AM. Thank you so much for having me. And yes, a very warm welcome to Nassau County. We're so happy that you're here. I appreciate that very much. And you know, we have a lot of listeners out here in a vast Jewish community in your Nassau County. Um, let's start with the, uh, with the immediate situation. How's Nassau been dealing with COVID-19 over the last 10 months? You know, it's been very challenging. This is something none of us were expecting, obviously. Uh, but when we first started hearing about what we were then calling the novel coronavirus in January, we started talking with our health commissioner and, you know, trying to learn as much as we could. So we've seen extreme health devastation. You know, about 2,500 of our residents have died of COVID complications. We've seen the financial difficulties. Um, it's been hard in our faith communities as well. The way we worship has really changed. Um, but I have to really take my hats off to our businesses, to our schools, to our faith community, to just everyday residents who really recalibrated. And, you know, our rates went way, way down. Now, of course, we're up again into the 5% positivity range. Uh, and we've got the vaccine on the horizon, which I am certainly excited about because it's a way to get back to normal, get our economy totally up and running again, keep our kids in school, which as a parent is very, very important to me. But we're in this in-between phase right now with holiday gatherings. We know that social gatherings is where most of the spread happens. Yeah, no question about it. And yeah, we are, we are, we're pining for those uh, times we can gather as a community, not just on the radio, but gather as a community at wonderful concerts and events and holiday celebrations. But uh, right now, at the moment, we've got to be uh, more and more diligent. As you mentioned, the numbers are going up. Laura Curran is with us, Nassau County Executive. All right, uh, we, we have a certain impression, those of us who live outside of Nassau County, about the large uh, and uh, very active Jewish community here in Nassau County. What could you tell us from your perspective about how our community, thank God, uh, contributes to great quality of life in your county? Well, the Jewish community is growing. It's a wonderful thing um, all over the county, and the contributions are vast, uh, professional, spiritual. Uh, and the other thing that I really have found with our Jewish community is there's a real interfaith strength, whether it's Christian, Muslim, whatever you may have. We do come together, especially in times of crisis. I have to say, Back in January, uh, we were concerned by a spate of anti-Semitic graffiti that was burgeoning around the county. So I organized a march against anti-Semitism. And mind you, this is in January. I was expecting a few hundred people. Close to 3,000 people came. And you looked out on the crowd, and it was all colors, all races, all backgrounds, all re religions, all coming together with one voice to say no to anti-Semitism. That is what our county is about. We understand that an attack on one of us is, on, is an attack on all of us. And um, I, I am very much inspired by the way we can all come together for common cause and for common humanity. No question about it. And uh, that's been a, uh, you know, one of the things that people uh, always emphasize is during times of trouble, it seems we're able to unite. But I think you would also uh, emphasize that even during good times, uh, there's a tremendous opportunity and people take advantage of the opportunity uh, to act like brothers and sisters with people from different backgrounds in your county. And that must be very enjoyable to watch and participate in. 
It is. We are becoming more diverse. It's a beautiful thing. And uh, there's a real sense of, of shared community, which is so important. And I also have to share with you, right before COVID hit, uh, I had the opportunity to visit Israel with some of my friends in the five towns, in the Jewish community in five towns. Uh, and it was, I'm so happy that I went because of COVID. I don't know when I'd be able to go next. And it was a, it was an amazing trip. And it really gave me such insight into our Jewish community here in Nassau. you got to give me a highlight or two. Give me one highlight of the trip to Israel. Well, I don't know if I want to call it a highlight, but Yad Vashem was, uh, I'm sure you've been. Sure. I, I mean, I'm speechless. I don't even, I'm just so grateful for the opportunity to have gone. Uh, and the other highlight was was hanging out in Jerusalem and all the fabulous restaurants that there were to go to, and just the culture and the the, the, the sense of fun. Um, visiting uh, Ben Gurion's place where he his uh, kibbutz, where he lived for much of his life, a very humble life, was also really very interesting. I love my, I'm a student of history, so to see things in real life is really oh, you, interesting. You really you really uh, traveled the distance. You really went through the entire oh, yeah, state. Oh, we made the most like, of it. Yeah, to say we, the least. We wasted no time. <laughs> uh, finally, I, I need a word about the schools. Um, I believe that it's a, that it's correct to say that the Nassau County schools and the educators, principals, etc., have done everything in their power. Uh, to make school, in-person school, as safe as possible for the students. I know that our community has been lauded for the way they're handling things. Uh, what could you tell us about the leaders in the area of education in Nassau County during these difficult times? Oh, I'm so glad you brought that up. Whether it's public schools, private schools, our educators have stepped up. And I don't even know if the, the most people realize what they've done. Right now, school is the safest place for children. The social distancing, the partitions, the cleaning, the masks... They have kept their community safe. And when we do our contact tracing, that's what happens on the county level. We have our health department. Very few cases are traced back to transmission within schools because they're doing such a fantastic job. And i got to take my hat off to the kids and to the parents as well who are really recalibrated and, and done something very challenging and are making it work. Yeah, they've adjusted in a very, very strange situation. And life is all about adjustments, and it sounds like Nassau County is adjusting really well during these times. Yeah, we are nimble. We've learned a lot, and uh, we're you know we're ready for whatever twenty twenty one throws at us. Well, I thank you for the greeting. It's nice to be here. We are social distance here. You know we're following all the regulations that we've actually self-imposed. Uh, nonetheless, we were able to hit the road and create a mobile studio here on Broadway in Woodmere. And the next time we're out here, I hope you'll join us live and in person. I would love to. If you invite me, I will come. Thank you so much for the greetings and for being with us this morning. Continued success. Thank you. Have fun in Nassau. Thank you so much. Laura Curran is Nassau County Executive. We got the official Nassau County welcome here at JM in the AM. It's Giving Tuesday here at JM in the AM and the Nahum Siegel Network. And uh, Miriam Wallach is here, of course. She's what we used to call WFMU. She's my MC today during this Marathon Tuesday. We want to thank so – look at this. We have the Nassau County Executive on, and the next donation we get is from Hewlett, New York. How do you no like way. that? Alex Shredder has just donated at uh, fjbunity.org. I want to thank Alex from Hewlett uh, for doing that. And, again, we thank our friends from Charity Bids, and we ask everybody to join the long list of supporters who have helped us in 2020 mm -hmm. by going to fjbunity.org. The address that you can uh, send a check to, there are people that just want to put a check in the mail. Yeah, old school but yeah, effective. People do that. People <laughs> literally do that. And that would be the Foundation for Jewish Broadcasting, 551 Grand Street, Suite 3, New York City, 1002. Again, that's 551 Grand Street, Suite 3, New York City, 1002. That is how you... Uh, 
uh, send a check directly to the Foundation for Jewish Broadcasting. And if you do so, we appreciate it very, very much. We thank you very much for that. Nahum, somebody's going to ask me at some point if they can Venmo FJB. Oh. You know what? Someone discussed it. It's so funny you brought this up. Someone discussed with me the other day about Zelle. Yeah. And I think we are going to eventually, in the next few weeks, get have no a way. system where people could literally Zelle money. To apparently Zelle's more um, popular than Venmo. Is that correct? I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to put it to you. ZK is nodding in affirmation, and ZK it is Zelle's knows. more. Zelle's better. Z- it's more used. It's more commonly used. It's, it's more, more convenient. It's more convenient than Venmo. It goes straight ah, into your account. instead of Venmo, you have to switch it got in. Got it, right. got it, got it. Two steps. Got it. I got right. it. Well, I got to tell you, I'm going to be completely honest. When my kids upload Zelle into my phone, then I'll start using Zelle. There right now go. they've put on Venmo, and that's where we are. I got that. All right. Because um, I'm ancient. That's I, what I'm trying to tell you right now. I'm ancient. That's funny. Usually you're you're contending that you're that you're youthful. I know. But now you're saying you're ancient. At the moment, I feel ancient. Can we just mention the... Um, the, the pastry platter. Yeah, pastry platter from Joel Baruch and everybody had got to get a bagel. The corn muffins, a 10 out of 10. The chocolate okay. chip cookies, a 10 out of 10. The cheese okay. danish, a 10 out of 10. Joel has gotten a perfect 30 score this morning from the pastry department at got to get a bagel. Nahum, it's too early in the show <laughs> for announcer voice. Okay, let's pace ourselves. Seemed to work. Um, so, but uh, why is this pastry platter so exciting to me right and now? And the reason the pastry pl- platter is exciting to Miriam Alwalik is it's because the cheese danishes are small, and so you can have three and still feel good about yourself, as opposed to finishing one massive one and being like, "Wow, I ate the whole thing." Boy, here you finish one. Boy. You know. Boy, usually the size of the pastry is irrelevant to me. The larger, the better. But okay. Yes, I know. But in this case, it, it's a five-hour show now. All right. We need to pace ourselves. Okay. I'm, I'm trying to, to establish a good pace. And by we, I mean you need to pace yourself. Okay. I'm going to pace myself on the number of times I ask for scrambled eggs. I am going to try. How many plates of scrambled eggs will it be? And will there be any eggs left at 11 a.m. for me? No, there will be no eggs left answer. in the store because be no you will already have had store. your three, four plates of eggs. I want you to know something funny you should bring that up or not so funny is that I one of the things I had thanked Yummy Schachter about was the fact that he was making sure that there was food provided for us in the studio right. as we were working in flow motion because obviously, you know, things get busy and whatever. And he was making sure that we were taken care of. Right. And I said to him, I just want you to know none of the eggs went to waste. There might have been two dozen eggs that were scrambled that morning and all of them were in my stomach. Right. That, so, was, that yeah. was a Sunday morning. That was also when we were there for the game show. You didn't even oh, know right. that there were eggs. Right. I finished I them before you were done with the show. Yeah, I actually didn't know there was food available that morning. Right. right. I finished the whole food before you were done with the show. But that's right. not the point. The point is is that Sunday after the show was over, I texted Yummy a picture of the empty tin where there were eggs and then there were not. There so go. it is very possible that at 11.15, I will have depleted the entire five towns of the last dozen eggs. Boy, oh, you know, that, well, that was some story. I know. That was really and an important story, I must say. I agree. Especially on Giving Tuesday. I agree. Giving Tuesday, <laughs> give so that I can eat more eggs. Um, what is the, which Wi-Fi am I using? Just tell me so I c- can connect here. Is it Optum? Which one? Yeah, it's got to get, get a bagel. Oh, it is locked. Oh, guest. Yes. Are you oh, you're okay. right there? Yeah, I just, I'm trying to connect to the internet. Because uh, I figure, you know, if I see everything in front of me here, it'll make life a lot easier. So. All right. Well, we're going to go to a song now because our next guest is is on deck. Ooh. I know. We haven't seen him in a while. He hasn't left his house. Guest is. You know what? A lot of people haven't left their houses, and that's something that we discussed before. Is the the whole concept of friends who are we're going to be seeing and listening to and speaking to in this five hour program? These are people we haven't seen in months. Yes. 
And so. that is, you know, it's nice to see people in person. It's one thing uh, to see people in Zoom. You're so right about that. It's nice to see people in person. Look how happy I was to see ZK this morning what at 5 a, o'clock in the morning. What a crazy. Yeah, ZK got a much nicer I know. greeting than I well, did. Well, there much, are lots of much reasons nicer. for that. Yeah, as if you had just seen me three hours ago. I know. Yeah. I'm not usually that happy to see Pollock. Yeah, that might That's be true. true. Uh, Ten minutes after 7 o'clock, hour number two of a five-hour Giving Tuesday, J.M. in the A.M. We've got to get a bagel in Woodmere. I 
That's Avram Freed here at JM in the AM, Giving Tuesday, folks. You know what that means. It means we want you to be as generous as possible. Go to fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org. Miriam Wallach, join me for a second if you don't mind. I know you're busy with a million other things, and I appreciate that. Believe me, I appreciate it. Aw, thank you. But the guest that we are about to introduce is responsible for the most important sentence in the history of the Nahum Siegel Network. Miriam Wallach has more energy than she knows what to do with, which could have been Avi Lauer's yearbook quote if he had a yearbook when he said that. Okay. Uh, that's not the quote I have Ow. in mind. <laughs> well, then he's responsible for many quotes. <laughs> <laughs> Avi Lauer, General Counsel, Yeshiva University, is our guest, and he is responsible for the most important line uttered in the history of the Nahum Siegel Network. And it wasn't that one. On the day that um, we started spreading the word that the Nahum Siegel Network was going all digital, Mm -hmm. one of the people, there were about five people we spoke to that day, and there were two or three people we saw in person that day Mm -hmm. when we started to to spread the word and get the opinion of those that are going to have to adjust to the new reality. And uh, we get to Avi Lauer uh, up at Yeshiva University, and we... Tell him the news that the Nahum Siegel Network is going all digital. And he says, I didn't realize you guys were still on the radio. I know. That was so genius. (laughs) And I was like, wow. This guy has just given us the confidence to move ahead, go forward. Cut that cord. (laughs) Cut that cord. (laughs) Exactly. And and to continue establishing what we always felt was a dream. That's our own independent, free Network. Avi Lauer, welcome back to JMD. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. Boys, it's nice to see you. Your really good friends come out at this hour. See, lawyers start at 10. Or later. (laughs) Art Raymond started at 9. Just saying. I remember that. Uh, And on top of that, good friends come out during COVID because a lot of people, even close friends, don't see their friends and relatives during COVID. But you're here sitting six feet away from me. This is true. No, you know what? You were way ahead of your times. You know, you were just discussing cutting the cord. Right. So you were remote. You were internet way before all this started. And uh, you've been keeping us together. You're the constant in all of our lives. You've been really keeping us together. And a lot has been disrupted. And you take your laptop and Miriam and and your guys and you you're here. Yeah. And sometimes we're 7,000 miles away. You're aware of the fact that we so just I've heard. Yeah. We just did a really nice trip to Dubai, brought some important messages back to our worldwide audience. And uh, it's one of the reasons that uh, it's one of the things that we bring up on a day like today. Uh, this is not your regular average Jewish radio show nor your regular average Jewish radio network. Absolutely not. You know, you can go anywhere in the world um, you have and now everybody listens to you all over the place. Uh, more reason to give and support all your efforts. Yeah, it's a good feeling, everybody. It's a good feeling to be uh, an international entity in the, in the fact that we can set up a mobile studio anywhere and bring important stories and messages to the people. And what Avi says is correct. It's a good reason to give and a good reason to be included in our list of 2020 donors. Your monthly or one-time donation can be given right now at fjbunity.org. Again, that's fjbunity.org. This has been a... Um, 
what must be a very strange uh, time. I mean, obviously, it's a strange time for everybody. Uh, but you're used to walking around at least half of the year on a campus that's very, very active. In fact, I think we've once calculated that basically about 26 weeks of the year, it's, it's emptier. And 26 weeks of the year, it's bustling with students and activities and, and day and night. I mean, stuff that goes on to all hours of the night. It must be a bit – I don't even know if you're there ever in your main office these days. You may be working from home like so many others, but it must be an unusual experience for you. So actually, the campus now is um, pretty active – most of the year we have semesters in between right uh now we have summer school we have summer semesters um our campus is hustling and bustling um it's one of the few if not the only private college in the city that is open uh and has camp uh, has students on campus um i am working remotely for the most part but you know like you i could take my laptop and work <laughs> anywhere right i wonder does your uh does your department uh, thrive in this situation? Do you barely hang on in this situation? How would you describe the way work's getting done? I, I think the work that we do could be done anywhere. Um, literally take a laptop oh, yeah. and your telephone's on your laptop. You don't have to take much more. Right. Um, so we've been really busy. Um, there's a lot of great things going on. And we get to be a part of all that. You does, know, this, does this mean post-COVID he ain't going to be showing up on campus anymore? Uh, that's, that's a discussion that <laughs> hasn't wonder. been had that's yet. That's an off-the-air discussion, say I'd say. Not wow. one. But just to speak to Avi's point for a second, yeah. as having two kids in college right now, one of whom is in Stern College for Women and is living on campus, I can't tell you how happy she is to be part of a campus experience. And I have to give credit to everyone at YU in all departments who make sure that our kids are healthy and that our kids are safe and that our kids are there. Yeah. It is so important. My senior, my daughter who's a senior, is finishing up her is finishing up her college experience online from her kitchen. And then you have my other daughter who is sitting in class, who is on campus, who is spending as many Shabbatot as she can on campus and not coming home because she's so happy to be there. That social aspect, that social connection that you only find at YU and Stern. Honestly, you only find it at YU and Stern. If you're looking for that, it is just it is something so intangible but so important for that collegiate experience that I really, as a parent, must be makir tov to them. You know, it's funny. I, I have to toss in our own experience because we have a senior in Yeshiva College. Dorming did not make sense for him this semester, again, you know, because of the COVID situation. But just the fact that he's able to go to Shear on campus, just the fact that he could spend, if right. he wants, 6 a.m. till 12 a.m. Right. on campus if he wishes, yeah. it's a completely different life than for others who are in their lower 20s and are suffering from a real COVID experience. There was a cheer that went out when they restarted the shuttle. <laughs> the shuttle's restarted? Yeah. Of course. It yes. restarted? Of yes. course. Do you know how vital that is for us? I don't know if he knows. I got to let him know. <laughs> yeah. Are you kidding how helpful that is for us in downtown Manhattan? You know what? It was, it was pretty um, shocking to us when we did you know, sort of the surveys at the beginning. These students really wanted to be on campus, as Miriam said. Yeah. That's really the the uh, the icker of what everybody the does there. The lifeblood. It's something that's unique to what we do. Um, but really, the staff and and all the employees, the faculty, the Russia yeshiva, they really just jumped on this on this bandwagon and said, "We're going to make this work. We're going to make it as exciting as usual." Um, and uh, it's worked out well. Rabbi Berman was very committed to having in person this semester. Uh, we're going to be expanding it in the spring semester as well. And, uh, you know, that's, that's how we do things. You know, I don't even know if this is your department, 
maybe it is, or maybe you're involved in the meetings. I mean, people have to be speculating every week what's going to happen right. in terms of the timetable with the vaccine. How will it affect pre and post Pesach at the yeshiva's campus? It must right. be, there must be so much pivoting going on constantly as you plan for the future. So we plan for the best. We prepare for the worst. Right. We have multiple plans in between. Um, there are teams that get on Zoom multiple times a week and uh, talk about the contingencies. What if this? What if that? But our goal is to offer the maximum we can. And uh, the students really appreciate it. They, they've come up to administrators, faculty, Russia Yeshiva, and thanked us for everything that's being done. Um, I have amazing colleagues over there. And uh, the students really, really appreciate the efforts and see it. How many years are you general counsel at this point? Uh, March will be 13. Wow. Yeah. It's quite a stretch. It's, you know, you remember when you were there. Yeah. You, were the, you know, the garage is still there. We haven't <laughs> knocked it down yet. If you want to come back, maybe you should broadcast live from Honestly, upstairs in the me, garage I'll where be. it started. That's where, that's, that is where it all started. W-Y-U-R was there. But you know there's only one thing that I want to come back right now. What is that? And I'm that, afraid to ask. Yeshiva University basketball is the one thing it's I coming, wish. It's when, coming. When, when, when. We need it so well, badly. The worldwide Jewish. You know, do you know on campus that the entire Jewish world was watching Yeshiva University basketball at the end of last season? I, I would say it's the story of a movie, but actually someone's producing something <laughs> about this story. It's an incredible story. Where, where they came from, uh, they've always been amazing, but the things they've done in the past few years, our biggest fan here, uh, oh, at least you know, tallest. I don't know about biggest. I was talking about oh, your son, not, but okay. <laughs> that may not even be true. I mean, Dave Kufeld. I got to give him the the moniker. There are of like three fan. guys that are at every game, and you're one of them, and we appreciate it. You know, it's funny. Originally, I, I thought we uh, we'd be speaking to Elliot this morning. Uh, but we will speak to them, I'm sure, in the near future. And I was, I was saying to myself, you know, Elliot, this time of year, we usually see each other like three times a week. Exactly. We haven't seen exactly. each other in months. I think it is coming back. It'll be great. And uh, listen, they have an amazing team. They're going to do incredibly well. I hope so. I certainly hope so. All right, All Avi, right. you're well, the man. You. You're the man. You're the man. Before you leave, yeah. you're the man who enthusiastically, in one sentence, in one sentence, helped us move forward to establish an all-digital Nahum Siegel network. With that in mind, please tell everybody out there why we are a worthy cause for small, for large, for any type of donation. Listen, uh, the Nahum Siegel network really holds the whole community together. And I'm not talking about the five towns. I am a five towns guy. I believe it's the epicenter of the world. <laughs> and uh, I rarely leave the five towns. Those, but in, I will Jeru say, those in Jerusalem might argue with you. Yes, you know? <laughs> yes. I've been there a few times. But I will say the Jewish community has spread. Uh, I, when I moved to the five towns, it was shortly before the Wallachs. Um, the, it was a small community. There were right. about uh, 180 families in the Young Israel Woodmere. And uh, as it grew in 2001, I saw the fragmentation of this community with just growing out of the Young Israel Woodmere into other shuls and started the Five Town Shuls site. Right. That was on a micro level. Really what you do is you hold all the communities around the world. It started in New York, it spread, now it's international. Uh, you, have, you have fans in Dubai now. I mean, where else can you go? Uh, Elon Musk is going to take you to the moon one day. What could I tell you? That would be amazing. Yeah, Miriam will figure that one out. Don't worry. <laughs> that would be, Miriam, and, and Miriam the, is signaling that I may not fit into the capsule. There will be people there that will say, Miriam, where have you been? <laughs> all right. Anyway, here is you don't, your, you don't know how many people agree with you on that one. <laughs> Um, I speak with my with my Whoa, checkbook and support you. what you're doing. For the next two and a half seconds, Stephen Wallach is matching any gifts. Oops, it's over. 
Uh, so he matches my gift. And I wish you all the best and continued Hatzlacha. Thank you, Avi Lauer. General Counsel, Yeshiva University, great friend of this network and somebody who, again, had one of the most important lines, one of the most important reactions in the history of this network. And also, by the way, you may recall, I wonder if Miriam remembers this, you may recall we had at the beginning of the founding of this network a select group that we called a focus group to talk about programming and talk about the, uh, the, the, the furtherance of, uh, of our projects on NSN. Mm-hmm. Avi was part of that group. Correct. Avi was part yeah. of that group. Susie Schwartz right. was part of that group. Um, Charlie Harari Correct. was part of that group. 100%. We basically held these people hostage. <laughs> and said, help us with ideas. And said, let's go. Yeah. And, and let's see what we can do. And let's see what we can come up. And, and they, to their credit, saw the, the potential here. Um, and while we thought we saw the potential, they saw it from different angles. And that's so inspiring to know that you have, that your back is had by people who know what they're doing. No question. By professionals in a variety of fields. And we really appreciate that kind of support. And I know we're going to Rabbi Goldwasser yep. a little bit early than in we me- usually do. In memory do. of Barry Lieben. In memory of Barry Lieben, who also, even though he pretended he didn't get oh. what we were doing, he knew what oh. we were doing. In the blurb that I sent to Jerusalem yesterday, because yeah. they made a seum in his memory right, yesterday. Right. In the blurb that I asked them to read at the seum, I said that nobody took greater pride in the Jewish pride that we mm. exhibited. And yes, he made fun of us. Oh, 100%. He had a good time at my expense, right. but boy, did what he, do you people do? Right, but boy, did he love the, the Jewish spirit that we brought to everybody. And I'll tell you, with all of the trips that we've done to Israel and all of the different experiences we had, there was something incredibly unique and gratifying about spending those days with him in the in the inbal and, and just being a part of his space yep. and meeting his family and getting to know Cindy, who is a love and so appreciative of, of how much we appreciated Barry. No question. That to, you know, to be able to bring his name into this show. Yeah, there is a lot of stars colliding, but I'll tell you something. He is so proud of what we're doing right now. No he would have that. loved Dubai. No he would have been not happy with our seat choices right. on the plane. Not only that, he yeah. would have yelled at us that, oh, you guys are trying to get a free trip to Dubai. No, right. no, 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 Barry. No, we, really, Barry. we really have a mission. We yep. really have something Barry, we want to bring we did to our it. listeners. Barry, we did it. He uh, would have been so proud. With that in mind, today is his first yard site. Dov Ben Eliyahu, Rabbi David Goldwasser's words. Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. What a great schluss it is that throughout the entire world, we have a day such as Giving Tuesday, a day in which we can show our love and support for JM and the AM in the Nachum Sigel Network. It is a program that literally touches hundreds of thousands of lives throughout the entire world. I recently was asked to do a program in London, England. When the program was over, the headmaster of the school came to me and said, you will not believe when I was first introduced to you. It was on the Nachum Sigel program. And I asked him, you're listening to the Nachum Siegel program in England? And he said, of course. I was in the States originally, and when I came here, the program and I were inseparable. It is my daily inspiration. How wonderful it is to know that over the years, 
people from all points in the Jewish community have been so affected, so influenced by the program, held together by Achtus, especially in those times when Klal Yisrael needs the greatest inspiration. Certainly this past year has been a time of great challenge, a time when all of us have been tested. Yet, no matter whether there was quarantine, no matter whether there was lockdown, no matter what was happening in the world, there was one constant. The Nachum Sigel Network provided the inspiration, provided the achdus, the unity, for all of us to know that Klal Yisrael will continue. Netzach Nitzachim for eternity. And that program is just one sign that each and every day we are connected to each other, to Klal Yisrael, to Eretz Yisrael, and to the Borei Olam. The great Rabbi Yehuda Tzvi Abdelina was the anical of the great Reb Chaim of Tzans. It was during his Sheva Brachos that Reb Chaim came over to him and said, could you please help me collect staka? So all the people came to Reb Chaim of Tzans and said, Rebbe, he's a young chassan. It's during his Sheva Brachos. He's like a melech. And you asked him to collect staka? Reb Chaim answered him, the chassan, you have to be mechabed. You have to honor him. What is the greatest honor in the world? The greatest honor is to collect tzedakah and to give tzedakah. On this day of Giving Tuesday, I offer the greatest honor to all of our listeners. I beg of you, please give generously. And may your tzedakah bring to you and your family bracha blessing and success, good health and happiness, for many good, happy years to come. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser, bringing you Morning Chizik. Have a nice day. Thank you very much, Rabbi Goldwasser, and a thank you to Adina Schnall. Adina Schnall has just checked in with a $100 donation. Thank you so much. It's Giving Tuesday. Uh, you know Giving Tuesday passed already, but so what? We missed it. We made our own Giving Tuesday today on Tuesday, the 22nd of December. With nine days left to the year, we ask everybody to do your end-of-year giving this morning by going to fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org. Andy Goldsmith, one of our favorite guests, is Executive Vice President of Amit, and he is here in our mobile studio at Gotta Get a Bagel. Andy, good morning to you. Good morning, Nachum. World Traveler, welcome back. <laughs> Thank you. We missed you. <laughs> really? We we listened. It was an unbelievable few days you had. We had an incredible guest list, met some fascinating individuals, uh, put together, I thought, some really important messages for our worldwide audience, and we're very proud of that project. Dubai was wonderful. You know, I think it's extraordinary. Uh, you know, there are so many typical community connections that we've lost or are severely crippled right now. So to join you and your team as you went to Dubai was for me just an incredible, because I'm, I'm trapped here like, like most everybody else. We lived vicariously through you. I, I have to tell you, it was an astounding few days of broadcast. Thank I think you. it offered immense value, um, especially much. at a time like this. I, th I think that your show, especially now, is, is a lifeline for some. And I think the value that it's bringing to all of us, uh, I, I have to say with a karasato from everybody, thank you for what you're doing. I appreciate that very, very much. And Miriam and I were lamenting the other day uh, about what didn't happen because of COVID. And you may recall that we had serious conversations about joining Amit for what would have been a very interesting Yom Hatzmut mission 
to Israel. We've done trips with you and missions with you before and had an amazing time. I can only imagine what that would have been like. That that goes in the category of stuff we didn't get to do yeah. <laughs> during COVID. Well, the good news is we're a 95, now a 96-year-old organization. We right. had planned for our 95th to have a mega mission to Israel last May, and we were planning on having a broadcast from the site where the Israel Declaration of Independence. And we had gotten special permission to, to do that broadcast. And I had never done that. People thought I had been in that room. I've never been in that room. And it would have been amazing, but hopefully, who knows? Maybe we'll have it, an opportunity. It will happen, yeah. but, I, but I have to appeal to your audience. You know, um, I, I think I'm pretty well informed when it comes to Israel, but I listen to the Israel show and I learn new things. I love listening to Rev Goldwitz and, and uh, Rabbi Yudin. You know, you can listen to Charlie Harari without spending $25,000 to go on a Pesach program. <laughs> and, and Naomi Nachman is the, is the only program you can listen to and gain weight as you're listening to her talk. So I'm going to join with, with, with so many and, and be supportive of the network. Thank you very, very uh, much. Personally, but uh, I have to say, on behalf of the so many charities that you open the door to, with absolute generosity uh, on behalf of them and amidst uh, 50,000 members around the world. Thank you for that. Thank, thank you, you for that service much. to the Jewish community. Much appreciated. We try to do what we can. We mentioned earlier that uh, one thing that people could depend on is they'll not only hear about the large 96-year-old organizations, they'll also hear about small efforts that are being made, startups in our community in the world of uh, organizational life that are making a difference. We try to bring everything to everybody. And uh, I don't know of any other address where you could tune into one show and hear such a variety of conversations about so much going on in the Jewish world. With all that in mind, everybody, please go to fjbunity.org. Andy's already contributed, as you heard him mention on the air. Uh, please do the same. Go to fjbunity.org and support us with year-end donations. You know, a lot of people give to charities at the end of the year. In fact, my friend Robert Katz... I've heard that. You heard that? My friend Robert Katz always reminds me, he says, Nahum, you would be shocked at the percentage of giving in the United States that's given in the month of December. So don't be bashful, folks. There are a lot of people joining you right now and being givers. Right. I, you know, in, in the Amit world, 60% of our income comes in in the last quarter of the year. I always wow. tell our, our lay leaders that we're farmers. We spend all year planting seeds <laughs> and then hope in December the stock market does okay <laughs> so we can, we can glean the harvest. <laughs> Reap uh, the benefits. Exactly. But, but thank God that's our, our supporters have not deserted us. But one thing I love about this network, you tell me about the name. Because, you know, CBS is not named after, you know, after their founder and ABC. So this is the NS and the Nachum Siegel Network. Some people would think that's an ego trip. Well, I want to tell you, I'm glad you brought this up because the person responsible for this, she's the guilty one, and that she is responsible for this unique uh, approach to naming a network. Uh, one day, about nine years ago, I guess it was, we were actually considering, you know, now that we want to become a network, what do we call it? And Miriam Wallach, and this happens very often, by the way, she once, she once arranged a Hanukkah party from the time she thought of the idea of having a Hanukkah party till the time the invitations were out was about 14 minutes. So here, <laughs> she, she had the same approach. She had the same approach to naming our network. I know. Let's just name it the Nahum Single Network. And that was basically it. So that and, was the market it, research plan right. that and went if, into it. And if there was any okay. pushback, she was already on to the next topic. Like, there was no, there was no oh, pushback. Yeah. There wasn't time for any pushback. I, I sort of... I don't know, I've gotten used to it, obviously. I, people who know me, I think, were shocked that I approved of it, that it should be known as NSN. But 
and so be, far, and before worked, you knew it, you you were wearing the shirt with correct, the logo on. Correct, it. And, and making swag with logo on it. <laughs> in fact, Andy, I, I was just handed a special shirt to give and present to you because I hope it's extra extra large because, because it's, it, it has been a, a you know six months of Corona has added much to my friend. Well, it does say XL on it, so I guess that's oh, a good that's, start. I don't know if we're going to get there. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe somebody in the Goldsmith family will appreciate it. Thank you very much. But we're giving you this shirt. Uh, it's a special shirt because we're doing it in advance of your future trip to Dubai. After <laughs> listening to us, we're assuming that you already have a desire to go and visit the Arabian Gulf. So if you look, it's our special edition Dubai 2020 shirt, and some of the most oil-rich businessmen in Dubai have this shirt as well, Andy. So I actually <laughs> was invited by the members of the Dubai Jewish community to come in and talk to them about what we're doing in Israel. You're not joking, um, by the way. Not joking. Wow, not joking. That's great. Um, I, you know, I, I am looking forward to going. That's uh, great. And we were even thinking of having our, unfortunately, like, like everyone else almost, I can't get into Israel. Right. Um, and so I go to Israel eight or nine times a year, and our Israel staff is as effective as Zoom can be. Yep. You know, it's not as effective as it would like. So we actually may have a bunch of Jews from New York and a bunch of Jews from Israel go to an Arab country so we can meet together. Now, yep. the news may have changed that since yesterday because Israel right. is now making it a red country. Right. But um, listen, if that's, the, if that's the smallest challenge we have, then that would be wonderful. It's not. But if it was, that would be wonderful. Can I just assume you haven't been there since January? Or since January? I have not been there since this started. I've since this all started, since back all started. in March. Miriam. Jason Greenblatt was the one who made the comment while we were in Dubai right. because we were <laughs> baffled by the fact that he had flown to Dubai for one day. And he said, I have five meetings here and I'm here to see clients. And there's so much more to seeing somebody face to face than by yeah. Zoom. And people don't get that. Zoom is not a substitute for human interaction. It's just not. It's a placeholder. But once we are able to get back into swing of things, let's, especially with a client and especially with a donor, it, that human interaction is so important. Well, Miriam, you know, that was one of the biggest challenges we faced and we face now with our 41,000 students in Israel. Wow. You know, what makes the Amit Network thrive is the personal attention that we give each, each student. And when this happened in March, you know, we, like, like everybody in the education world, you know, this is extraordinary because this is the only crisis I've ever seen where we here in the United States and worldwide know exactly how they feel in Israel. Right. You know, usually a missiles right. are falling or, right. or there's terrorist, terrorist attacks. Thing. There's empathy, right. and we feel, and we give, and, and we, and we daven. Right? But we don't know exactly how they feel. But right now, mm -hmm. we know exactly how they feel. We know the struggle of Zoom school. We know the struggle of having two computers and six kids. Uh, we know <laughs> the, the struggle of not having a schedule. We know the uncertainty yep. and, the, and the mental trauma that comes with it. And that's unique. But in Amid, you know, when this happened initially, we were really yeah, like thrown for the loop. How do we deal with this? So within a week's time, we had charted out and mapped out for every single one of our 41,000 kids uh, a map. Where are they? Where are they holding? What are their needs? Uh, for some of our kids, uh, the needs were a computer. They didn't have a computer. Or in, you think in Israel, you know, the high-tech capital of the world, right. they didn't have Wi-Fi. <laughs> in some cases, they didn't have food <sighs> because you know, the economy has gotten worse and worse. And, and parents that were living on the edge are now living off the edge. Right. 
um, you know, we did some unique things early on. Uh, one of, I, I, in typical Israeli fashion, we didn't have enough computers. So we got special permission from the Ministry of Education. We reopened our schools for one day. We stripped them of every single computer, and we gave them to the kids. Wow. So the kids had them. Now, I was convinced when they told me, they didn't ask. They said, oh, this is what we're going to do. What do you think? They said, this is what we did yesterday. And I said, okay, so have, has anybody checked eBay to see if all the computers are now for sale? Because <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was going to happen. But, but, but it was an incredibly clever Israeli approach to how do we stay in touch with our kids in a serious way. Of the 41,000, um, are there a percentage that are back in school? You know, Israel is very interesting. Education in Israel is a national value. It is part of the Jewish DNA that our kids have to be in school. In the United States, it's somewhat different. We're worrying about the bars and the bowling alleys, you know, which, which I guess are important to those, pe- those right. businesses. But there was so much pressure on the government, a government such as it is, and right. that changes every 15 minutes, <laughs> so for schools to be reopened, um, that... They were forced to reopen. And, you know, Israel's not a simple country when it comes to regulation. The Ministry of Health had one set of regulations. The uh, Ministry of Education had its own set of regulations. The Treasury Ministry had its own regulations, all which contradicted with each other in terms of opening schools. We were able to do it. But right now it's a hyper-local situation. The schools have the authority to open if their local region allows them. But we've done everything that we can. Um, but some of, the, some of the actions that happened in terms of education were, were almost heroic. Um, really almost heroic. We have a youth village, Kfar Blot, which is in Petzal Tikva. On a typical day, there are 800 teenagers on that campus, 400 who live there because they can't live at home, whatever the circumstances at home. Right. Um, and then this crisis hit. So those that we could send home, this was before Pesach, right before Passover, we, we did. But then the staff began to worry about how are they doing? How are those kids doing in their homes up north and down south? So two days before Passover, some of our staff get in their cars and they go visit these kids in their homes, see how they're doing. But this was the price they had to pay, knowing, go, knowing that going into They couldn't then spend Pesach with their own families. Correct. They had to spend Bidud, their quarantine, and there were our staff who willingly, willingly, voluntarily, they wanted, they had to get special permission to be able to do it, to give up Pesach with their family where they would spend Pesach in, a, in their bedroom and the rest of the... Who does that? You know, I remember when we sat uh, in Jerusalem and spoke to board members of yours who had flown to Israel for the mission that we did uh, back on the 50th anniversary of the reunification of Jerusalem, how, what their reaction was to the dedication of the teachers in Israel. They, they Becoming from the U.S., and they were used to it somewhat because they had heard the stories being board members that drove over the years, but they still could not wrap their heads around the fact of how... Uh, dedicated these teachers were to the students like you just described. You know, there was, there was one story, uh, and I actually spoke to the young man who happened to. We have a, uh, a school in Ramla. It's a uh, high school. It's what's called a last chance high school for students who haven't been successful anywhere else, and it really is their last chance. And for a couple of days, this, this young man didn't go to Zoom school. He didn't, you know, he wasn't on his computer. We'd given him a computer, but he didn't show up so to speak. Mm-hmm. And, he gets it, and then, on, I think this happened in two days, he wasn't there. On, on, on Wednesday morning, he gets a knock on his door with his teacher, okay, and a bunch of his friends saying, where have you been? And he said, he was blown away. He was blown away that they actually cared enough to come to us. Now, it, it's, I don't know how much he's learning on, on, online because online learning isn't particularly effective. Right. Maybe for 30% of the students, if you were a good student before, you're probably still a good student. And we would do well in our own day school system to say, hey, there are serious educational gaps that are developing, and let's talk about it instead of saying everything's perfect because it's not perfect. It's far from perfect. Um, but this young man said, wow, they care enough about me to come to these crazy people 
and our teachers are crazy. And that's the difference. Our teachers are fighting to get back into the schools. In other places, they're fighting to stay out of the schools. <laughs> yeah, like the New York City public uh, school system. Yeah, yeah. I don't talk <laughs> politics. You have to draw your own. Well, I'm just telling you the <laughs> – I'm somewhat familiar with it, so I know what's going on there. Um, I want to take this opportunity to thank those who are contributing uh, at uh, fjbunity.org. Again, it's fjbunity.org. It's our day of giving. You know our policy. If we miss the day of giving, we create our own Giving Tuesday. And I thank everybody who's been donating, including uh, 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 Rachie and Lee Neeran. Thank you very much for your donation. That just came through at fjbunity.org. I want to thank... Um, I want to thank... Uh, uh, listener DJW, that would be David Weintraub, a three times high donation. Thank you very much. Andy Goldsmith's here, Executive Vice President of Amit, of course, another great, wonderful organization that does so much for the Jewish world, especially vis-a-vis Israel. And uh, Andy? Nachum, I, I, you have to make the point, I think, that the biggest challenge for us is actually going to be ahead of us educationally. Because this is going to end, God willing, with whatever vaccine it ends with. But then there are going to be huge educational gaps. And how we approach that, if we approach it bravely and say, there are educational gaps. Some kids missed um, a year. Everybody missed a yeah, year. Everybody missed somebody. Everybody the year, missed right? a year. So one choice is to dumb down all the exams right. and kind of you know, give everybody a free pass. But then we're going to have a generation of dumb kids. Right. And we don't want that. Uh, but I think come, come the day after, you know, for us in Israel, here's the concern. There is now going to be... Uh, there already is, and the effects haven't been felt, a huge economic crisis. The poverty level in Israel is up by 50%. There are 850,000 households in Israel that are now living below the poverty line, which means there are it's problems of housing, education, right. nutrition. Um, it's just not enough of them. These kids are going to be short of everything. And the economy will open up again, but there's going to be this gap. And a kid who isn't eating properly, a kid who doesn't feel safe in their environment, isn't learning. So we don't want to have this Israel where there are two Israels. There's the good Israel, the rich Israel are doing really well, and there's the poor Israel. For us, no child left behind is a war cry. Uh, when, it, when it came to giving kids computers, yeah, we opened the schools, then we went out and bought 2,000 laptops. We didn't send out an email saying, help us raise money for laptops. We went out and bought the laptops. Um, so you know, for the year that comes, the year that ends, thank God it's over. Uh, but <laughs> the year that starts again, you know, for all of us in the education community, um, the rubber's really going to hit the road. People don't even realize how Amit is so dedicated to the education community. It's, a, it's your primary function, frankly. This is what we do. Yeah. There are 41,000 kids who I live with. And, and in the Amit community, listen, when we say mother in Israel, our people take it seriously. They view Amit children, our supporters, as their children. Yeah. For the good and the, for the bad. 100%. I right, thank you, Andy. Thank you for your donation. Thank you for your support. Thank you for your encouragement. And uh, thank you for being a dedicated listener who appreciates what we do. It's much appreciated. It's my privilege to be here, Nachman. It's very good to see everybody here so healthy and well. And, and if anybody doubts uh, what they need the money for, ladies and gentlemen, we're in a bagel store. Okay? <laughs> this is not an operation with a lot of overhead. All right? They're working out of it. Now, it isn't a very nice bagel store. Well, you said we're the only green room with an omelet station. Exactly. You that. I, but you, you also have to pay for it. That, that part wasn't <laughs> oh, added in. good point. I didn't see a complimentary <laughs> sign up good anywhere. Point. You're right. Um, but, but thank you, Nachman. And call a vote to you and to your and, and to, to the whole team, uh, really, um, I'm glad you're back. It's Thank good you. to see you. Thank you so much. Andy Goldsmith, everybody, he and I and everybody, encouraging everyone out there to be part of our support system. Go to fjbunity.org. Go to fjbunity.org. Be as generous as you can and support us here at JM and the AM and the Nahum Siegel Network. If you have already given, 
during 2020. Thank you. You may want to consider another donation now that it's year-end. It could be a monthly donation or a one-time donation. Go to fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org. More coming up. We've got to get a bagel in Woodmere in hour number two of a five-hour extravaganza here at JM in the AM. Thank <laughs> J.M. in the A.M. That's Ruli Azrahi. 
Well, when uh, Miriam Wallach and I were debating, should we come out to the five towns and do a Giving Tuesday five-hour JM in the AM, she mentioned to me that if we do come out here and do a five-hour JM in the AM from Gotta Get a Bagel, there's a good chance that we'd have Cheryl Bienenfeld on the air. And I said, what? We have an opportunity to have Cheryl Bienenfeld on the air? If that's the case, we're definitely coming out to the five towns. And with that in mind, I say good morning to Cheryl Bienenfeld, one of the greatest advocates of JM and the AM and the Nachum Siegel Network. Good morning, Nachum. My good old friend. We are very, very proud friends of Nachum Siegel's network. Thank you. I have to tell you that my husband listens to you every single morning on his way in Baruch and repeats Hashem. your Devar Torahs, whatever Torah is said on the radio, repeats at the Shabbos table. Tells me it's Parshish Miket, special half Torah. <laughs> he heard that whole routine, huh? Nachum, I want you to know, <laughs> everyone's great. going through a lot of hard times now. My husband yeah. calls me after I dive and he says, Cheryl, put on Nachum Siegel. It's going to cheer you up. Yeah. By the way, I was, I was shocked to hear uh, that you're not always able to make time for us at JM and the AM in the morning. I'm told that sometimes you have other things to do, like speaking to the one above during that time. Tehillim and davening <laughs> is very important. Nachum, I met you so many years ago. It was, it was from Hashem's hands that we met, and then I met Jay and you and Moshe, put Jay and I together. And you, we go back very long time. Wow, you are remembering, you know, uh, decades ago. And our favorite machat, my favorite machatan in the landsman's, our good That's friends right. of yours. That's you were at right. my son's Ufra. That's correct. I remember that. You were at Moshe Melman's Ufra. We I had good times. Remember that? Rabbi Melman, my uncle. Isn't he your uncle? That's and now let me tell you something special. My yeah. days in Bell Harbor. Yeah. With Rabbi Selinger, my right. father, president of the shul right. for a hundred years. Right, and you know your sons came How and you missed know all this. Nachum, I know everything. How do you know I'm everything? I'm a liker. I know everything. <laughs> Nachum, your boys, your boys came to Bell Harbor and made Simcha's Torah there so special. Every year, my father was there. He should live and be well. He would call me after Yantif, Cheryl, you don't know what the Siegel boys did in the shul. Even now, Rabbi Selinger would tell us, the Nachum Siegel boys, the Nachum Siegel boys, the boys, the Siegel boys. Do you know, first of all, it's so great to have you on. Do you know that that how how much they regretted this year not being able to be their Simchas Torah? Yeah, the it, 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 Hashem, we have to dive in Takadosh Baruch Hu, that we should be able to miss Amen. Amen more and to more that. And the year. second thing is, do you know that both of my married boys yes. had Rabbi Solingut as their Masonic? Yes. With Rabbi all Selinger the Rabbeim and all special. the rabbis that they've interacted with over the years, this is who they felt closest Rabbi to. Rabbi Selingut is very special, just as special as you. Look oh, how much you. good you do for all of us. How lucky we are. You know, I was worried. I'm not such a, a tech person. When I heard you were going off the air, off the radio, I said, how are we going to listen? How are we going to listen? I remember every simpler of ours. You announced when my kids got engaged, when Jeremy got engaged, Tarina, wait, you did the wedding. Ladies and gentlemen, remember you that? came from your toes. Remember, <laughs> I remember you insisted that it come That's from right. the toes. When Jordana got engaged. And wait a minute. When you were in Camp Masora, Oh, you the Camp Masora days. <laughs> You would come up for the day to Camp Masora, and I was the first person to say hello to my kids in Camp Masora. Wow. I had to be the first one. Oh, right, when we did the phone yeah. calls. That's a long, yeah, long time sure. ago. Boy, oh, boy. <laughs> I'm aging. We're aging ourselves. <laughs> Cheryl Bienenfeld is here, and she's reminding everybody why it's so vital and important to support JM and the A, but the Nachum Siegel Network. We have a lot of great listeners out there. I don't know as how many are as dedicated as you. you know what? Get, the, get it on your app. My father sits home now. Unfortunately, he can't go to shul because of COVID. Right. He loves, I, I click the app for him, he loves to hear it. It's enlivening, it enlightens you, it, everything, your Torah, Rabbi Yudin, Shabbat Shalom to all. <laughs> 
Rabbi Yudin is mishpacha to us now. That's right. Rabbi You're... David Goldwasser, we just heard now in my parents' he, house. He's not mishpacha, is he? No, but I just, just heard him. No, no, I'm not mishpacha to everybody, Nachum. Well, I'm not mishpacha. You practically are, but that's a separate but topic. But I have to tell you that your show does a lot, a lot of good. It gives us such a good feeling in the morning. Thank you. Almost like Mr. Rogers. No, really? That's the comparison? I, 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 it's it. For my husband to say, I'm listening to Nachum, and he repeats the Torah, it's a lot. Right. It's but, a lot. But still, we can't break into your davening at the home schedule. It's amazing. No, Hashem comes first. He comes first. That's no matter right. how hard I God's try. <laughs> no matter how hard I try right. to get to be number one on that list. It's got, okay. and, and, and by the way, you're davening in Tehillim. It, it, we're not talk, talking about 15 minutes here. There's nishmas. Yeah, I mean, we're talking about what, two hours, an hour or two no, every morning that in that area? Right. And then Mincha Marv. And as well? Are T- you in. Tik and Klali, I learned it all from my parents. You're my also mo- saying Tik and Klali. And you daven Marv. Rebbe Zinkanievsky told me one time when I asked her for Are you being serious I, about this? I promise this? you. I asked her for schoolers. Listen, Nachum. I said to her, please, I have to get my daughter married. This please. is important for our she listeners. Sa- she said, suggested well, davening Marv? Listen, I said, what can I take on? She said, Mincha. I said, I do it. She says, Lush and Hara. I said, I can't. She <laughs> said, Ma- she said, Mabala, do Marav. I said, I will do Marav. And I tried very hard. Did she understand the problem with the Lush Yes, I was sitting in that seat of the rabbi's seat. The, the, uh, right. Yes, 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 yes. I want you to know something. One day, you should go to SKA and, and do your show from there. Yeah, the girl, why? The girls there would love it. My daughter works there. Hal is a phenomenal environment for all of us. You have to in- continue to enlighten and enliven people with your simcha. I appreciate that. It's very your much. voice that gets us going. In I the morning. appreciate it very much. By the way, I have a suggestion. And your lovely Ashes Chayil Stacey. Thank you very much. And I- you have Machatanim here. Why don't you call them? They'll we have two sets of Machatanim well, no, here. Where are they? One of them's here. Where is she? Right here. Ah, that I know, Mazel Tov. <laughs> That's right. That's right. We, Miriam, we get them every time. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Uh, and okay. we have the greatest foot doctor, Dr. Bienenfeld, here from Williamsburg. No greater podiatric, podiatric right. medical profession. Years profession. ago, I was working in the office. It had, I'm aging myself, 20 years. A girl walks in. Hi, my name is Stacy Siegel. Can I see the doctor? Oh, my god! I said, where are you from? The Lower East Side. I said, then you're Nachum's wife. <laughs> do you remember that? Wait, when you had those babies. And Jay, she's been walking well ever since. How do you like that? When you had those babies. How many? Were they? At one time we had three, then we had other babies on other occasions. But at oh one time we had God. three. Oh my God! I remember you doing it from Maimonides Hospital. Something you you did something. Oh, he did. Yeah, we did, I mean, it happened to be around that time, yeah, right? That oh wasn't the hospital God. they were born. I was in but right. shocked that you of all people. Right. Oh my God! But imagine you know what? that. And you brought up such beautiful children. I appreciate that very much. They because have quite a reputation, of your thank love God. Hashem. And because of my wonderful wife, she uh, she after Stacey, all. Stacy, that's right. right. Behind every. Wonderful well, I mean, man it, is a better the, woman. These kids would not be like they are not without her. I can tell you that much. It's Ameri- America's one and only Jewish moments so in the morning. So you're on every day. Everybody has radio to, program heard on listeners sponsored. Everyone has to contribute. Digital radio. One second. Around the world, the web at NachumSiegel.com on the NachumSiegel Network and around the world, the web at NachumSiegel.com. Listener Cena just gave seventy-two dollars. Our friends at the Kitchen Click just gave one hundred and eighty ten times high. Cheryl's holding up checks. Cheryl Bienenfeld is not just pitching; she's actually holding up checks that are payable to the Foundation for Jewish Broadcasting. Thank you so much, Dr. J and Cheryl Bienenfeld. Thank you so much to Stanley and Evelyn Liker, who I think I last saw sitting in a cafe what here in be? the five towns on a Friday afternoon, That's if I'm not right. mistaken. That's right. And the Likers are amazing. Look and look who's here in front of me. The, the Goldfeders. The, the Goldfeders are represented. Daughter, my daughter works with your wife. Cheryl, 
I yes. cannot thank you enough. Oh, Nachum, thank you so Whenever much. Whenever you come to the neighborhood, you call me. Thank you. We are friends. We you, are family. You made you made our morning, as I, as I knew you would. Okay. Cheryl Biedenfeld and her wonderful husband, Doctor J. Biedenfeld. Miriam, go ahead. You know they say you know yeah. they say you can't follow kids <laughs> right. and you can't follow dogs. Right. You can't follow Cheryl. Phil, how flacha to you, Phil? I was just gonna say the same thing. Right. I think we gotta go to a zoo. We gotta end the show. Phil Goldfeld is here and we're honored to have him here and he of course is the senior vice president for public affairs at cross river bank yes cross river bank you heard it on the air a million times that they were one of the main sponsors of our trip to dubai our chairman of the trip is sitting here by the way give a wave to ralph rosenbaum ralph wave to phil Ralph was the chairman of our trip to Dubai. He was there with us. And Phil, as you just heard, instrumental with the folks at Cross River Bank, Jules Gate and the staff, in supporting the trip to Dubai. And I see Miriam Wallach is already preparing a special gift, or gifts, I should say, that are going to be handed to members of the Goldfeder family. Good morning to you, sir. Good morning to you. A pleasure to be here. What's funny is... You really helped me prepare for Dubai. You had been there like 10 days earlier. I had the unique opportunity to be on, on one of the earliest and biggest trips to Dubai, right. and it was a, a moving experience. And when you called, I mean, it was, it's funny, when you called to talk about this trip, it meant like, it meant so much to me mostly because I've been there, and I right. knew what you were going to do, and I knew what you could accomplish, and, and I thought it was, this was a no-brainer. And obviously, Jill Gade, who's our, our chairman and CEO, has been very supportive of, for, of the work that you've been doing for a long time, and yeah. it was a no-brainer for us. Well, I appreciate that very much. And what's funny about that conversation, which happened on that, I think it was Thanksgiving morning you and I spoke, what was funny about that conversation is that I'm obviously nervous, trepidation going to a foreign country, an Arab country, etc. And you're saying to me, Nahum, you are going to love this. And I'm like, is he serious? Like, is he setting me up here? Like, I'm going to be attacked in the streets, but Phil Goldfeder told me I love it? Like, what's going on well, here? Look, I, I had, the, the again, the unique opportunity to be with you in France. Right. It was such a different tone, right? We were oh. going to a, a place where you were told not to wear your yarmulke. Correct. You were told to, to we were, it was, they were there on Hanukkah, and right. we were told, like, you know, don't outwardly celebrate uh, the yuntif for the holiday. And this was, the, was very different. This was a place where you wouldn't expect it to be as welcoming and as friendly as it was. And, and that's, again, it was unexpected and just very different, I knew, than what you were used to. So I think what you try to do is find places that are not as simple and not as easy and, and where Jewish communities are having significant challenges and go and provide some chizik. Here, I think the chizik was more for you. I right? like <laughs> yes. to, to really, I mean, look, to see Amiratis who you envision to, will treat you one way and treat you another way is, is fantastic. It debunked a lot of the myths of growing up in the yeshiva world. And I don't say that as a, as a, as a criticism of the rabbis and teachers in the yeshiva system, the day school system. It's a reality. Modern Jewish history of the 20th century was dominated by very difficult relationships between Arabs and Jews to go to a country and see what we've been describing, me on the air and you through this experience, uh, just just changed everybody's perspective. And I was glad that I was able to bring that to so many listeners around the world. It's so important for this So era. I'm just curious to know when we're planning Bahrain and now Morocco. I'm, I'm excited about what, what our future holds. We sat Wednesday night having dinner in Dubai, leaving Thursday morning, and that was already the discussion about Bahrain. You know what, frankly, and I, I could say this publicly, you know what was the biggest challenge in that conversation when I was approached about Bahrain at the end of the Dubai trip? I said to them, it's going to sound the same as the Dubai trip. Like, it's the same theme. It's the same, you know, unless there are guests there that are so overwhelming 
compared to the amazing guest list we had in Dubai, I don't see much of a difference in the programming. So we'd have to really think about Except, that. Except, and, and here's what I'll say, right? Because how many years has the Jewish community of Dubai been waiting for this? Right. I mean, think about, for, I, I know for us, it's sort of this, uh, it, it, it's this new and, and exciting thing, but there's been a, a real desire to have other people around. Right. For years, the Jewish community of, of Dubai was, was, I don't say suffering, because obviously... They were lonely. They, they were lonely right. is the perfect exact, yeah. is, is the right word. And so when you think about Jewish communities who are, are also lonely and now have the opportunity to get the visitors, to get the attention, to get the chizik, it's important. Well, Morocco's now on the list. And by the way, you and I discussed this, that Jill's is among a small group of people that when we did France said to us, if you ever do Morocco, we're very interested. So Morocco's on our list because we have supporters that are quite interested in it. And now, of course, uh, I don't know if you heard, what's the name of that country from Friday? <laughs> There's a country with like 800,000 people that, be, that just started diplomatic relations with Israel. I don't remember the name anymore. <laughs> but, but, but even that place, someone sent me a picture of a, of a beautiful mountain in that small little country in Asia and said, okay, when are you heading this down? I'm like, going. wait a second. This is getting out of hand now, guys. I don't even know if there are any direct flights to that place. <laughs> well, count us in. Lacrosse River is a tremendous fan of all the work that you do. And Look, the reason we're here, I want to I tell a story, and I don't know sure. if, I, I'm sure I've shared this with you and Miriam off the air a number of times, but the earliest memory I have of Nachum Siegel, I don't want to make you feel old. Uh -oh. I apologize, uh -oh. but I remember when I couldn't, for whatever reason, I wasn't feeling well, I didn't go to yeshiva as a kid. My father, every day for the last hundred years, has commuted to New Jersey. He had a long commute, and I remember driving through the Rockaways in my father's car, listening to the Nachum Siegel show. Now, here's the thing. You really didn't pick it up well, I think, until you got closer into New Jersey. That is correct. And it was the, it was like, an, I, my, there was music, it was coming in, and you, it was like in and, and out. And you're wondering, and Dad, what are you doing? What are you doing? Like, change the station. You can obviously not hear. And he said, no, 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 this is kind of like what gets me through the day. Right. Listening to the music, listening to the Dvar the, the Torah, listening to, to Nachum talk to who the, the, that day's guest. It meant a lot to him as he's going into the real world, quote unquote, right? He's, he's going out into New Jersey where there's no Jewish community around him. There's, there's really nothing around him. And so the idea of starting the morning, right, with Nachum Siegel as you go into work. And that's, for me, one of my earliest memories, wow. sort of going to work with my father, listening you, to Nachum Siegel. You know what we just discovered on the air? Phil Goldfeder had a proper upbringing. We <laughs> just discovered this on the air. Your dad, obviously, is a high-quality father. Yeah. That's, that's what we've learned from this conversation. <laughs> um, listen, everybody, fjbunity.org is a unique website. There's only one thing you can do on the website, and that's donate and support us here at JM and the AM and the Nachum Single Network. All you can do is donate at that website. Go to fjbunity.org. Uh, you've heard from somebody who not only grew up seeing how JM and the AM affected his parents and himself, but somebody who grew up to be part of a group that supports the work that we do for all of our special projects. Uh, can't thank you enough for the support for Dubai. Can't thank Cross River Bank enough for the support of the Jewish community. Because remember, everybody, Cross River, I hope I get this right, Cross River Bank is not only a community bank and one that's out there to help community efforts. It's also one of the only banks that took a very active role to help people when government assistance was coming through in the months of April and May of this year. And, and let me tell you, we were so excited to be amongst literally the top three banks in the entire country who made um, uh, paycheck protection loans uh, in, in, in all, literally all across the country, the top three banks um, to make these loans. I don't know if, if your listeners have heard, but just yesterday a deal was reached on a new stimulus bill. And, and yes. It wasn't I saw today's front page of the Post. I think it was there. Yeah, this wasn't an easy decision, right? It took a lot out of us to, to sort of organize and, and, and step in to serve that many people in the first round of the Paycheck Protection Program, but we've committed already to step in and, and help again. 
If you go to crossriversba.com or crossriver.com slash PPP, if you're a small business owner who's, who needs help, who thinks he's qualified for another round of the PPP loans, you're going to be able to get a second. Even if you got one already, you should be able to get a second loan as well. There are some new parameters, but, but feel free to stay up to date, crossriver.com slash PPP or crossriversba.com. I want to thank uh, <coughs> Ruby and Bobby Kaplan, 100 plus double high. They just donated, fjbunity.org, everybody. And, Phil, I'm going to give you the final word. Uh, you've really given us great background to the final word because you've told us again about how important JMNAM is to families out there and how important it is to the community. Could you encourage everybody to be supportive today, please? You know, and, and we talked about this just for a moment, but I, I brought my son here today. Your son's name is? Is Usher. Hey, Usher. Nice, nice wave. Thank you, sir. And so <laughs> I brought my son here because I want my son to have a similar story from what I had, right? Nice. Now, again, he's hearing us much clearer than I got to hear it growing <laughs> up, uh, sitting just a few feet away. His father's not playing with the tutor. <laughs> exactly. But I, I want you to know this, what this radio, what, what you and the radio station and the work you do at the network means to me, what I think it, it not just means to us in our generation, but to the next generation. I thought it was important enough that I bring my son to hear what you're doing and to hear how we're doing it. And I urge everybody, whether you're a, a business, whether you're a, 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 a sort of a personal it's important to contribute. It's important to, to be a part of, of this movement and, and what you've done, not just here in the U.S., but across the world is, is amazing. And I'm excited to continue to share in that with you. I appreciate that. And because you helped kick off our trip to Dubai, there wow. is a Nahum Siegel Network official Dubai 2020 shirt. I love it. We're going to make sure that you and Usher and other members of the family enjoy these. Miriam, do you want a photo of this? Or Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> I know you're doing it. Believe me, I know you're doing a million things, and it's much appreciated. Believe you me. Uh, and here it is, Dubai 2020 NSN Special Edition shirt, and I thank you, Phil Goldfeder. Thank you so, so much. And Usher Goldfeder, thank you for joining us this morning at Gotta Get a Bagel here in Woodmere, New York. We are approaching the halfway mark to a special five-hour JM in the AM. Could you imagine? Five-hour JM in the AM. We are approaching the halfway mark. Uh, we need everybody to be, to be generous and as generous as possible. Go to fjbunity.org. A monthly monthly donation would be amazing. 18 a month, or as Simon suggested earlier, 26 a month, or 36 a month, or 100 a month. Uh, those regular donations are very important and vital to us. Again, fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org. Here's Chaim Yisrael. This is JM in the AM.
JM and the AM, fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org. That's the way you give a year-end gift, fjbunity.org. In a minute, we'll speak to someone who's an expert on year-end gifts. Miriam Wallach, if you could just uh, help me uh, remind people about uh, f- a couple of things that are going on. First of all, our friends at shopeichlers.com. We're happy to uh, have included in last night's Amudim show, actually. Correct. The rumor is yeah. that uh, all kipot, all yarmulkes are on sale right now at shopeichlers.com. I think it's a specific yarmulke. Ooh. Um, if I'm not mistaken, it's specific brand. Uh, which, if you give me 20 seconds, yeah, no I'll problem. pull Go up. to shopbikers.com. One thing you need to know is that they have same-day delivery. I keep up. I say it again? I keep up. I keep up. I keep up is available at shopeichlers.com. It seems they have 150 different versions or different styles of keypot. Wow. I know. I'm not that creative to have come up with 150 of anything, frankly, but that's a lot of keepers. Check it out, everybody. Go to shopbikers.com. Shopbikers.com. They do have same-day delivery to Borough Park, Flatbush, Williamsburg, Crown Heights. Staten Island, Queens, Five Towns, Far Rockaway, Muncie, Monroe, Teaneck, Lakewood, uh, um, Toms River, and Jackson, New Jersey. Shopiclers.com. Take advantage of the Yamaka sale, the Keepa sale that's going I on right up, now. Correct. I keep a sale. This portion of NSN programming brought to you by our friends at A&H. Enjoy a 10% discount on all Abel's and Hyman products at kosherdogs.net with promo code radio. A&H has been serving the kosher world since 1954, and A&H products are available at better kosher supermarkets nationwide. Try A&H today. You know, as opposed to many other, I would say, hot dog and sausage companies, yeah. this is not a company where you don't want to see how the sausage is made. Interesting. Because Seth has already done videos of behind the scenes. There's, they're not hiding anything. There are no fillers. There's no nothing. This is probably... And by the way, they just won this award. Yes, I saw that. Yeah. Anybody on Facebook who uh, is friends with Abel's and Hyman, I'm sure you saw it. Very, very prestigious award. Correct. And again, as I've said this before, as somebody who doesn't eat meat... 
and is, you know, a vegetarian. That's why I was wondering where you're going with this. I'm pitching (laughs) A&H. Right, which is pretty amazing. This is what I serve my family. The One Israel Fund on Tuesday night, a week from Giving Tuesday, Tuesday night, uh, the 29th of December at 8 p.m., in an event that I have the privilege of hosting, uh, One Israel Fund presents We Are One, a live entertainment live show with Elizabeth Savetsky, God Elbaz, Naftali Bennett, and Caroline Glick, a great list of honorees, including Dr. Emma Laskin and Bart Baum, Amichai Luri, who we know from the Shiloh Winery, Rebecca and Gabe Boxer, Gloria and Morris Grobe will be moral- memorialized in a dedicated award accepted by the Grobe, Oppenheimer, and Pollock families. And the Adid Yesho awardees are Hannah, Talia, Molly, Isabella, and Ariel, 12th graders at SKA Help for Girls. Uh, right here in uh, right here near uh, the five towns. Mm-hmm. That's what Cheryl was just discussing. How she wants you to do a show from SKA. That's and correct. frankly, I got to tell you, I'm afraid of Cheryl. So if she <laughs> says that we're going to SKA, I don't know how to break it to you. We're going to SKA. <laughs> Oneisraelfund.org/slash/we_are one. Oneisraelfund.org/slash/we_are one. We, are one. we should mention that we are involved also in the January event with Makar. Correct. January third and fourth. Right. The third and fourth, Makar has their charity.com/slash/makar event. Charity.com. Mm-hmm. Slash Makar, uh, you can make the difference for those with disabilities and for those who are in group homes. As Makar, for many many decades, has been dedicated to doing just that, helping those with disabilities and helping those who are living in their group homes. And they have a very important charity event, C H A R I D Y event, coming up on the third and fourth of January. Charity.com slash Makar. Charity.com slash Makar. Makar with a K. M A K O R. Correct. All right. I thank you very much. No, it's my pleasure. And I'm actually excited to still be sitting here, even though I'm not sure you expected me to still be sitting here. But I'm excited to, you know, to, to regroup with Ralph. With B's husband, you mean? Yes, that's true. That's how we should refer to I him from this welcome, point on. I want to welcome B. Rosenbaum. I want to welcome B. Rosenbaum. Uh, and Dr. Melman. This, this man looks so familiar to me. Give me a One second. second. Give me I a can't second. place him. Give me a second. As I'm, as I'm introducing B. Rosenbaum, I'm going to try to figure out where I know this gentleman from. It where could be I? your entire life. It's, it's just, it's, uh, oh, did we see him in Dubai? Is that where we know right. him from? And, and he's Rabbi Melman's son. Dr. <laughs> Dr. Moshe Melman, one of the greatest friends I've ever had in my life, and trust me, that's quite a oh. statement, is here. He at doesn't Go- talk about me that way, Doc. <laughs> is, I got to be honest. Is here at, Go- is here at Gotta Get a Bagel. Uh, anyway. He was an usher? You were an usher? At where? At his wedding? Yeah, I believe so, wasn't well, Hello. Yeah. Think you so. think you know people. Yeah. All right, we got to get back to B and Ralph. Why wouldn't I, why wouldn't I be an usher? I mean, come on. Are you kidding? I wasn't asked. You know what that green room looked like? You know how, you know how we were served right over That's there? for off the air, Nachum. <laughs> that's not for before the 9 o'clock hour. B. Rosenbaum is here all the way from East Brunswick, New Jersey. How is it that B. Rosenbaum thinks so highly of JM and the AM and the Nachum Siegel Network that she would trek on a Tuesday all the way from East Brunswick I to know. the five towns to join us here uh, on JM and the AM? She she didn't come to Dubai, Amazing. Though. But So B is here, and I am told she brought someone along with her. The person, I do not see anyone. The person who happened to be the chairman of our Dubai yes. trip, somebody who made a real commitment to us and then went even further by actually joining us live in Dubai for all of our high-quality programming that happened there in the Arabian Gulf. Ralph Rosenbaum, one 800 Tax CPA 2, 1-800-TAX-CPA-2, and TaxCPA2.com. He is the man who is not only our chairman, he's the man who could tell everybody why it's such a good idea to give a gift to JM and the AM at the end of a calendar 
year. Ralph Rosenbaum, shalom to you. Shalom. I'm glad B schlepped you along. <laughs> Welcome back to JM the Thank you, Nachum. Thank you, Miriam. <laughs> Let's put it this way. B said, it's only an hour and a half. It's not 12 hours to get to uh, <laughs> Dubai. I'm coming. Plus, we did not have to get a COVID test. Even better. That's mm. right. No COVID no test COVID necessary. No COVID test. Pleasure. I'm, I was able to get into New York. I was able to get into to, um, the five, the ten. five, the five towns without a COVID test. I was very happy for that. Mr. Rosenbaum. Let me talk about why, yes, it's the end of the year. Yes, we should be giving away Sudakar. And believe it or not, Uncle Sam helps. But let me explain to you why we should give it to the Nakam Siegel Network. First of all, let's, let's go back a little. Let me give you a little personal history here. I've listened to JM the AM for, I don't know, I put down 30 years, at least 35 plus years. You're doing this for 37 years? At least 35 years. When back on WFMU, it was called Jewish Music in the Morning. Right. And the program started as a music station, but it exploded into a far-reaching global network. And Nachum, you have been at the helm of the station for all these years. And basically, that is why the program has succeeded in growing and evolving into the Jewish platform that is today. The network reaches out to Jewish people in all directions, bringing them closer together, sharing so much on a daily basis. Where else can I turn, and I do, and I have, turned in for a supply of music, of singers and musicians spanning the music spectrum? Where else can I get a meaningful Devere Torah from Torah giants like Rabbi Yudin, Rabbi Goldwasser, who I listened to on the way here today? He did well, huh? He was, wow, he just totally (laughs) floored me. I was like, wow, he is... Right on the mark. Right on the mark. Um, plus your other interviews with other Rabbanim discussing issues of the days. And talking about interviews, personally my favorite, besides interviews with me, <laughs> yeah. is, is your discussion with Malcolm Holmline ah. every, fr- every Friday. That's a good one. Uh, it's very good. I, f- I find out what really is going on. It, it, and I think the Jewish world gets updated about what's happening politically. Yeah. Um, you also speak to various organizations, such as uh, serving the Jewish community, such as Nefesh Benefesh, or groups responding to the disasters when you went to Hurricane Sandy, or when we're now, we're now during COVID, hopefully it's slowly, a couple of months from now, eight months, it'll be over, but you've been speaking to doctors and, 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 um, doctors and politicians about that. And one of the most important things you have done is you have makes the Jewish community imperative to go where the Jewish nation is suffering as a whole, to bring comfort and perspective up. Namely, you've gone to Paris after the kosher market was born, right. or to Houston, visiting families and synagogues after, after uh, flooding. You brought the plight of the victims acutely home to us and made the saying, I am my brother's keeper, all the more relevant. You've been there in happier times, like traveling with Nefesh Benefesh on a flight to Israel. You've been a great supporter and avid cheerleader for Hask, as well as other organizations, the OU, NCSY, Yachad, Makon, JNF, um, other, uh, and, and the other night you were on Amudin. Very good things you listen to. Um, also, we were also, we were also, this past week where I was with you, where we were live from Dubai in the United Arab Emirates. It's Nachum Siegel in JM and the AM. <laughs> Nachum Siegel has been there for us. And I love saying that. And I have to say that more than once. I totally enjoy that. I, when people, people ask me, what did you like about it? I said, listen to the show the first day. It's the, six, first the first minute of the show. The first minute of the show. Just listen to that. It's live me. from live Dubai. Live from Dubai, yes. <laughs> totally, totally adore that. 
And your beloved NSF, as you like to say, has other programs, such as Naomi Nachman's Table for Two, Alice and Joseph's June the Sissy, The Israel Show with Mayor Weingart. Let me not forget, where'd you go? Let me not forget Miriam Wallach with That's Life. There she is. And, and the improvised music program before Shabbos with the Arab Shabbos shows with Mark Zamek. Right. To sum it all up, the importance of the Knock of Siegel cannot be overstated. You and the programming on the, on the network connect the Jewish people to each other in a meaningful and vital way. We are here, and I mean the Jewish community must look out for each other. We are brothers keeper. There are many not worth organizations to do donate to, and we should do our best ability to do so. But by giving financial support to, to the Nakam Siegel Network, it's critical that it becomes a beacon for the Jewish people for a long, long time. Also, it's Giving Tuesday. Oh. It's Giving Tuesday. And it's almost the end of the year. And the end of the year. Thank you. It's the end of the year. And, one, and I am a CPA who's also a financial planner, and I believe in saving. And how can I help you save? Sadaka. For 2020, Uncle Sam is allowing us to take a $300 deduction if you take the standard deduction, and it'll reduce your taxable income. And if you do itemize, you're allowed to donate 100% of your income. Think of it. Whatever amount you're giving to the Knock of Siegel Network, Uncle Sam is helping us. Correct. That is very good. Another note. Um, if you're self-employed, you run your own business, do you have a retirement plan? A SEP, a Simplified Employee's Retirement Plan, a solo 401k. You can save money on taxes and save money for retirement. Third thing. New York 529 College Saving Plan. New York State allows you to take a deduction on your New York State return if you contribute to a New York State 529 plan. This is for parents as well as grandparents. And the best thing about it, it doesn't have to be for college. You know yeshivas cost money. Yeshivas is expensive. Grandparents, how about opening up a New York 529 plan, put money in there, and New York State will allow you to deduct some of that on your taxes. You got yourself... I would bet a lot of people don't know that. That's what I'm... Basically telling them it's a perfect plan for grandparents who want to save their money on New York State taxes and fund their grandchildren tuition. I'm going to tell you, if you want some more information about this, contact me, 1-800-TAXCPA2, or else email me, ralph at taxcpa2.com. And, and if you do, I'll be more than happy to send you, I'll be more than happy to send you a, um, a big article on the emergency fund, how much is enough? How much is enough? Eight mistakes that can upend your retirement. So give us a call, 1-800-829-2722, or email me at ralph at taxcpa2.com, and you'll get my information. And I'll talk to you, and trust me, just hearing it isn't great. The conversation is much more important. Ralph, we can't thank you enough. I you have been a great supporter, somebody who's encouraged us tremendously, someone who came along with us to Dubai to be part of the experience, and someone who understands the value of getting together with JM and the AM and the Nahum Siegel Network every single day. It was totally my pleasure, my honor to be there, to be a fly on the wall. People say, what did you do there? I said, I was a fly on the wall, inhaling the people that he was talking to, just inhaling, just inhaling it and, 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 and increasing my knowledge. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. That, that's you. what I totally love. Thank you so much. B, I'm so glad you slept them along today. So happy you did that. Nahum, I have a question, though. Yeah? <laughs> Ralph, did, did B get her shirt? 
Yes, she got. She, she got, got it. Her, she, she got. I mean, her that's shirt. been bothering me for ten days. <laughs> she got know. her official Dubai. And it had a B on it for B because <laughs> she, I didn't want it? nobody. That's yes, hilarious. Because no, that's I didn't want anybody hilarious. taking it. You know what I'm saying? That's hilarious. These are one of a kind <laughs> or one of fifty. These are limited edition <laughs> that, shirts. I would put it that way. She, yeah. Exactly. She got, she got her shirt. She went, went, when I came home, she said, "I understand you got a shirt for me. Where is it?" <laughs> I mean, how is she here? Excellent. I guess she was listening to our programming, she was huh? Listening to the program. Well, and we bu- thank Ralph. Thank you, Ralph. And, and we and thank by B. the way, by the way, besides that, shocking as it may seem, I'm handing you a check. What? Five hundred. Yeah, that's right. I'm giving. In addition you, to everything you've done. Do you want another shirt? <laughs> <laughs> B, you get the other shirt. B, you can have as many shirts right. well, as you we want. Well, we have to make a ray. You know, you give me twenty minutes on the air, I'll be all right. <laughs> <laughs> you know. You, you've opened my eyes here. Thank, thank you, you so Ralph. Much, Ralph. It's much appreciated. Thank you. $500 to the Foundation of Thank Broadcasting. Thank you very, very, very much. Foundation very of much. Broadcasting. Ralph B., you're amazing. You're they, really they amazing. They really you're are amazing. Welcome. Thank you so much. Foundation for Jewish Broadcasting, everybody. The address is 551 Grand Street, Suite 3, New York City, 1002. 551 Grand Street, Suite 3, New York City, 1002. And right now you can give this moment at fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org. It's our day of giving, our Giving Tuesday for JMM. It's almost the end of the year. Thank you to Howard Schraub, three times high. Thank you to Seema and the Rosazada family, ten times high. And thanks to all of you who have been responding to our plea to keep us going here at JM and the AM. Well, Nachum, we have a number of comments on the app. I, I definitely need to mention a few of them. Sure. First of all, can I assume that Jamora is Jamie? Mora Jamie? No, I don't think so. Really? I think I know who Jamora is. And it's a Mora that I believe we met during our visit to Yeshiva at Noam. Because I, I was going to say, Jamie is up really yeah, early. Yeah, she's in L.A. She would uh, she would be too did right now, I don't think. Oh, I was all excited. But, but anyway. Jay Mora is a great, um, is a great commenter on Yes, and, and the comment is, Hatzlacha with Giving Tuesday. And thank you for giving so much to us as the listeners. I'd like to wish oh, a happy anniversary you. to the best couple in RBS, the Mendeloviches. Nice. Much nachas in gesund. Can you please play Dubi Shapiro's song, This Is My Home? Uh-oh. Do we not have it So I'm wrong. I don't think Jay Mora. Jay Mora, if she's referring to Ramat Beit Shemesh and Dubi Shapiro, maybe she's actually in Israel. And I, I'm not somebody that we met at Yeshiva Noah. <laughs> maybe I'm confusing her with somebody Jay else. Jay Mora, identify yourself. <laughs> yeah, please, Jay Mora. Please. Save me. Save me. Let please. me know who it yes, is. Yes, but we're going to load that song meanwhile. And also, we're going to add a Rafua Shalema from Arnie B. And a Rafua Shalema for Greg Bernhardt, Shmuel Ben Root. A speedy recovery. A huge YU Max fan. Nice. Just like you, Nahum. Nice. Uh, Ruby Kaplan wanted us to uh, make sure that it's mentioned that with Nahum at the s- Nahum at the helm, this is um, this is a, a a shining light to Kalal Yisrael, and I that was that. in honor of that they made their donation. Thank and you. of course, Kitchen Click is honoring Stacy and Nahum Siegel with their donation as well this morning. And uh, we, of course, give Stacy Siegel a shout-out. We had uh, Stephen Wallach here earlier. He came by to say hi, which was really nice. And so Thank you, Stephen Wallach, my mechutin. Thank you, Stephen Wallach, my husband. By and the way, how am I making up being out of the house for the last two days to Stacy Siegel? I'm taking care of dinner tonight. You're bringing you home bagels? <laughs> how did you know that? I'm gonna that cheat. was a I'm going to cheat like that. That was a stretch. <laughs> you didn't think I'd actually prepare dinner in the kitchen? Not so much. No way. Huh? Not so no much. Um, and by the way, yeah. I've already gotten a text from somebody who works at SKA yeah. to find out, what? You're broadcasting from SKA? Ooh. When did that happen? I said, when Cheryl told me that First we were all, broadcasting from the SKA. The Yeshiva League schools, I don't think we're allowing foreigners in. I, don't I think. can't answer so, that. I don't think so. I don't know. I can't answer but that. Maybe post-COVID but, will do But it. I have a feeling that if Cheryl wants it to happen, 
It'll happen. It's going to happen. Yes, that is yeah. correct. We have a bunch of stuff to continue to get through. And, of course, um, my fangirl moment comes out now because Arya Kunstler just walked in. And I thought you were fans of me and ZK. No, I didn't know you were no, fans no, of Arya actually, Kunstler. I mean, I am a different kind of fan, but you know, um, it's Kunstler. What, what was your reaction? And you honestly could tell me you had no reaction. Just be honest. What was your reaction when you heard Cheryl be to Phil Dobbins Marv every day? First of all, <laughs> I mean, I gotta know I gotta your reaction do, to that. We can do a two-hour show on the ten minutes with Cheryl being called. But all I have to say is that Maybe if my Goldwasser is not available, we're doing three minutes with Cheryl, and that's what we're gonna call it: Morning Chizuk with Cheryl. I mean, that was something. I'll tell I you. can I tell you, she's a holy woman. She she's a holy woman. But even more than that, Jay said to me, "Isn't she great?" I'm like, Jay, she was all my idea. We said we were coming to the Five Towns. I'm like, you gotta get on Cheryl Bienfeld. I'm taking. I don't take credit for things and i am taking credit for that and the funny part about the whole thing is that we never even discuss candles like her whole thing is that she lights candles everywhere as a religious experience i never even got into that we gotta have her back we gotta have her back on the air i am I, i'm totally i'm totally laughing we need unlimited time with cheryl bienenfeld we should invite her and we'll only put on the mic for five minutes we should invite her to a live lunch in our studio <gasps> that's what we should do oh my gosh and just you know let her say it all and and we'll get to analyze her uh, we can take t- off two hours <laughs> analyze her practice Practices and comment on them. I think that would be. Pretty and I cool. also, I, I love the whole. I mean, we were making jokes about the lush and horror part. That was hilarious. But that was hilarious. That was All hilarious. right, we have to go. We we have we're to. We're doing cut. this. We're gonna do this. We're gonna do W. Shapiro. I got Arya Kunstler here. You ready, ZK? ZK. Uh, w. Shapiro ZK's, is next. His uh, energy drink is wearing <laughs> off. <laughs> we're at fjbunity.org. The question is, how do you support JM and the AM and the Nahum Single Network now at the year end? How do you do it? The answer is simple, fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org. Chili. 
This is my home, say how my call.